Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Design Dorks, the show where after four hours, we start talking about Xenoblade Chronicles 2 and make absolutely no regrettable statements or mistakes in what we say whatsoever. <laughs> I am one of your hosts, Pyrrhic Kong. I run the channel Designing 4, and with me is my co-host... Uh, the Duke of Dorks. Glad to be back, and I regret nothing. <laughs> it's okay, I still hate Mega Man. That's true. You know what? No, I could have I could have worded things better. Like that was 20 minutes that could have been two, but apart from that I regret nothing. Fair fair point, fair point. Anyway, welcome back to the series where we discuss everything about Super Smash Brothers while we stall for character number 11 to be released. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's funny yeah. because we started the Smash tier list like being like, "Okay, let's try to move away from Smash Brothers, try to cover new topics, but this is fun." Yeah, like, let's let's milk this cow into the ground. I don't care how that metaphor makes sense, but let's do it anyway. And, uh, yeah, today we are discussing the bosses of the Super Smash Bros. series. We have another cute little tier list for ya, and... Well, what do you think about bosses in Super Smash Bros.? I think it's interesting, because, like... You can't have a boss in a Super Smash Bros. game like you do in most other fighting games. Like, it doesn't it doesn't work as well. You can't have just those, like, super overpowered, just strip unfair characters that you fight against. So they kind of <laughs> create this, um, for lack of a better term, pinata for you to try to platform around and slowly whittle down. And most of them are fine. Like, they're, they're fine. Cool. Uh, I think most of them suck. Oh, wow! I was trying to be nice, but no, you're just gonna go straight into it! No, no, so, as someone who's coming from this not as, uh, fighting games are my point of comparison, but as the Kirby series is my point of comparison, and the Kirby series having incredible, incredible boss fights, because it, it's so clear that Super Smash Bros. wears Kirby Superstar on its sleeve as its foundation. Uh, Kirby Superstar was invented as Sakurai trying to put fighting game fundamentals into a platform game. And then Smash Brothers is taking that and turning it into a full-fledged fighting game as a system. So obviously, that's the point of comparison for me. And you can see the DNA of so many Kirby bosses in so many Super Smash Brothers bosses. And comparatively to the two, the Smash Brothers bosses are lacking in many, many regards. I, to me, a boss fight uh, for a fighter or for a platformer is something that should teach you or should test you on your mobility and your understanding of the game. Like, in a traditional fighting game, you're going up against someone like uh, Sagat, and he's throwing fireballs at you. And that's supposed to be, oh, this is how I deal with fireballs. It's unfair how he throws fireballs at you in that original Street Fighter 2 appearance. He goes super, super fast and does it when he does it. But it's still a test of your skill. Smash Brothers bosses just exist for you to hit and dodge attacks sometimes. Now, there are some that I think are good. There are some that I think do wonders for the series, do a great job representing themselves as characters, that get at that joy of Smash Brothers of, yeah, this is a big fighting game crossover and these are big fun names. But for the most part, yeah, uh... I don't have many, many nice words, and I wish I did, and I'm hoping that going through these will get me a better understanding of how to make them better. Yeah, I hope so as well. Like, I feel like you just, there, there's too much time between attacks for 
Smash Brothers bosses just as a whole. Like, with a few rare mm-hmm. exceptions, there's just, you're either uh, hitting with them with smash attacks, or you stun them and you hit them with two smash attacks. And that's just, yep. that's the fight. Yep. And I, I do feel like some games did it a little better than others. I definitely, I enjoy brawls and how they all speed up based on difficulty so much more than I do ultimates that are based around, like, the spirits for their difficulty. I don't like, mm-hmm. you have to choose, like, okay, this fight is easy or it's a bullet sponge. Yeah, yeah, and how it scales with, like, the intensity levels in Classic, yeah. But, let's just start things off with, should we go by game, or just... Uh, I think by game, uh, as a quick preface, uh, we will not be going over the three stage bosses. That is uh, Dark Emperor, Yellow Devil, and Metal Face, I believe, going off of, uh, just going off of memory. I mean, if we're counting those uh, we Ridleys only... in there as well, but... Well, 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 Pyrosphere Ridley, yeah, but, but like, Ridley also exists separate of that, yeah, so... true. But we will not be going over those three specifically, I feel like they're tied to their stages, and we will not be going over other ancillary fights like Giant Donkey Kong, or the Metal Mario fight. Which is a shame, because I feel like Metal Mario is actually one of the better ones in the game. You know, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, and, and just for clarity's sake, uh, we're not gonna rank, like... Master Hand 64 version, Master Hand Brawl version. Like, that's just convoluted, and I don't remember the differences between the hands enough to do that. Yeah. Plus, I, I think it's more interesting to see how a boss evolves with time rather than how its different incarnations stack up against each other, so to speak. I like seeing progression in my video game bosses. And, you know, I don't have different feelings for Master Hand Melee, the character, versus Master Hand Ultimate, the character. I have a feeling toward how much I like Master Hand, so. Yeah, that's a good place to start. Like, how do you feel about Master Hand, the, the de facto final boss of pretty much the entire series? He's a pretty good Kirby character, not gonna lie. Uh, little does he know, first appearance, Kirby's Dreamland, when you get a game over, there's the little hand and it wakes Kirby up. All this, all this time we've been treating him as a... As a Smash original boss, he's been Kirby all along. Yeah, no, it, it's Kirby all the way down. <laughs> but yeah, so Master Hand is one of the few bosses that I feel really get at that fun idea of Smash Brothers as a concept, because he's the first thing you see in the Smash 64 intro. He's gathering all his toys, and he does the three, two, one, pow! And then all of the toys come to life. And it's very much framed as this child's imagination of playing with his toys. And he's like, oh no, the toys have all beaten each other. Who's, who's going to be the final challenger? It's me! <laughs> and I do really love that theming of just... I, I miss that Smash Brothers has kind of slowly moved away from like that, that trophy toy, co- toys come to life kind of deal. That's why I love Rob so much. And I feel like that was what's... Like Master Hand was one of the best examples of that because... Like, after all this, you're actually... It kind of almost felt like you were facing Sakurai himself or something. I loved that so much. I do really, really enjoy that. And honestly, I just like the creativity of Master Hand in general because it's a boss where, okay, it's a freaking glove. What do you do with it? And then he goes, well, what are all of the things you can do with a glove? And then you get, like, finger guns. Okay, it's an actual gun now. Uh, it can grab you and squeeze you and stuff. It can snap its fingers and suddenly you're stunned. And that's that's what I like about Master Hand that I think separates him from a lot of other bosses is that his attacks aren't all just, and here comes the giant fist, or and here's a big hit. His attacks all have different effects. They manipulate the stage. They manipulate you and how you move and, like, 
breakthrough grabs or put you into a stun state, and not a lot of Smash bosses do that, and they really should. It feels weird to praise Master Hand for going, yeah, you're doing the basics really, really well, but he does the basics really, really well. Yeah, he, to add on to that, I like how his, um, he's the first boss that started the, um, come from the back of the, like, the back of the screen and come toward you as kind of like a spot dodge test to see how well you can dodge that. I, I like yeah. bosses that do that as it kind of gets into that, okay, you're testing your fundamentals of Smash Brothers. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, I like how he teaches, okay, try to get off the stage to avoid his attacks. Just like, you actually have to think somewhat to avoid his attacks, which is very nice and I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, speaking of just bosses that evolve, I love the new attacks that they always introduce for Master Hand. Uh, when he throws the playing cards, the craft singles out that rise oh, yes. up to the top of the screen in 3DS. That was so cool. It killed me. Master Hand actually killed me. And it was cool. Like, he's a really intelligent way to mess with the mechanics of Smash Brothers. It's not just that, it's when he paints on the ground and grass, evil grass shows up. Or when he throws the paintballs and you have the inkling effect on you where you take more damage. My favorite thing is that's trying to lure him into that stuff that he paints on the ground. Like, that actually mm -hmm. gets you to really consider, like, okay, I, you actually hope for him to start using super certain attacks. Like, it makes you interact with the stage in someone. I love it when bosses do that. <sighs> There is a lot to love about Master Hand. Not not the least of which is that like the World of Light ending sequence. Like, damn. Oh, damn. Yes. Why isn't that replayable? Well, right? Like as a crescendo to everything and getting to feel that power like like Master Hand is a boss that you fought over and over and over and over again. But being able to actually feel that power, being able to understand it and really get at the heart of it, it's just, it's great. <sighs> yeah, I And then you come to the part where he's really, really easy to beat. Yeah, yeah. Like, like he, he does make sense as, like, the beginner boss. Like, it's what everybody faces at the end of the classic mode. Well, almost everybody, but... Right, but, like... I feel like I can only praise Wispy Woods so much for his smart design. <laughs> this is true. At the end of the day, I'm still just hitting him in the face and he dies. Like, you never... You can react to Master Hand differently, but you never approach Master Hand differently. Like, there's no move that he does that changes the way that you'll be fighting him, because he's just an omnipresent hitbox unless he zooms into the background for one attack. And then he has a big vulnerability phase where he's like, hmm, I'm thinking of what I will do next. Yeah, which is a problem that almost all of these bosses have. Ah, uh, I also, I really don't like, like, speaking of Ultimate specifically, but I really hate the stun states that all these bosses get fall into, because the bosses are already so easy. Yeah. And then you can literally chunk away half of their health bar when they are just helpless to do anything about it. Yep. Uh, I mean, there are some exceptions, and those tend to be the bear bosses. But, uh, yeah, the stun state really just... He doesn't need it. He's already easy enough. Like, I understand it if it's a balancing act if he's doing the whole double trouble routine. But otherwise, it just makes an easy boss even easier. That, I think, holds him back for me. I agree. I agree. Uh, where? Oh, we should probably actually like explain the, the tiers we got here. Yep. So we've limited it to five tiers. Legit. Goodbye Smash standards. You're okay. 
you have potential, and you don't. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. Uh, S A B C D. Although honestly, the, even the S ranks, I'd put in like compared to our other tier list, that falls somewhere between A and B for me. Like, there's there really aren't any like wowing moments of just like in terms of like the characters from the last video. Like, they're even the, even the best ones are just they're fine. I don't have anyone that I think is transcended or anything, but I think I think there are some that are good. I my criteria was if you were a late game boss in a Kirby game, I would think you were good. Like not amazing, but I would think, yeah, it's a memorable boss. I would like to fight you again. Yeah. Re replay value was a lot of what I based mine around. Just like, okay, I finished the boss fight. How madly do I want to go and experience that again? Yeah, that, that plus how much do I remember it? Yeah, because there are a couple of bosses here that I had to look at some brawl footage because I could not remember what their attacks were. Yep. But for Master Hand, I, th I think he's good by Smash standards. Like, he's the easy boss that everybody has. He's the... I, I, I'll probably put other bosses above him. But for what he is, I feel like he's fine. Like, he, he's the introductory yeah. boss that teaches you, like... Well, not teaches you, really, but, like, he's something that every character can fight. Which is a problem I have with a couple of these. That's some... <laughs> yeah. I have to actively ignore that Little Mac is in the game. Otherwise, I drop every boss down a tier. <laughs> right. But yeah, I like uh, Master Hand at about that place. Because he has the most going on with him sort of behind the scenes. And he's actually an interesting character. And it's, it's sad that they've kind of dropped that element. But he's still... He's still evolving... And he's, like, the only Smash boss that you can say that about. So, good for him. Exactly. Like, I got I got legit a little sad when he, like, I don't know if he died in Subspace Emissary. But, like, I'm, I'm invested in this character, and it's just a hand, and I think that says something. Yeah. There are so many video game villains I care about less than a glove. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and with, I feel like it's just, it's only natural to talk about Crazy Hand after Master Hand. Yeah, cool. So, uh, Crazy Hand isn't as good. Yeah. I, I, he, it was it was cool the first time around. The second, like, I, I feel like Crazy Hand should, well, with the exception of 3DS and Wii, no, like, Crazy Hand's not the one that explodes in 3DS and Wii U. Never mind, that's still Master Hand. Yeah. So, I love the original concept of Crazy Hand. Just, like, you're fighting Master Hand like it's the old game, and then midway through the fight, here comes a new challenger! And then you just have a full health boss zooming in, fighting you while you're fighting the other boss. That's brilliant. Yeah. Like, that's really, really smart and really, really well done. And, like, it's just being the weird left hand that's not as in control because this kid ain't ambidextrous <laughs> and he's not Miyamoto, so he's not left-handed. I didn't even think about that, but that's totally true. It's just the, it's just the less dominant hand. And just, I like, I like the concept a lot. I don't think it does anything particularly interesting. Uh, I think that on its own, it's just a lesser master hand. And I think that as as the tag team, it's interesting, and I'm glad that they added tag team moves for them. I don't think those moves are strong enough to justify a lot of them. I feel like usually when they do a tag team move, that's the most relieving part of the fight, and it should be the opposite. Because that time, you only have to dodge one thing as opposed to two. Exactly. It's, it's why the melee fight was, I'd argue, definitely the hardest of the bunch. Because they were constantly doing just random things throughout the entire... I think there was only one, and it was just the Master Hand will beckon to come here, and it'll punch Master Hand. And that was it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that was a fast attack. It worked fine. But past that, 
Crazy Hand is very much just there. It doesn't represent anything. I know its melee trophy was like, well, Master Hand is the creative spirit, Crazy Hand is the destructive spirit. I thought that was really, really cool, and then nothing is ever done with it. Yeah, it's uh, there's so much room for a potential just to be, like, self-destructive, maybe, like, dark energy, like, just just take Dark on and just put it in the palm of Crazy Hand. Something like that, I don't know. I don't know, or just, like, make him mocking, like, he should be the one, like, he grabs you and he squeezes you in between his two little fingers. Or he, like, makes an okay sign and then snaps his fingers and, go and like, points and laughs at you or something. I don't know. Yeah, for, for being crazy, he, he's, he's not much. If, he, if you're going to make him that, I would rather him be a support to Master Hand. Like, Master Hand goes in a stun, stun state and Crazy Hand does the Persona 5 wake you up from a status effect motion and slaps Master Hand back to life. Or, like, he makes the field poison. Use all those stupid terrains that you added in Ultimate for no reason. And make Crazy Hand just this weird, damaging, wild magic caster. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. He, he does have some things like that, but there's so few and far between when half the time he's just gonna be, oh, I'm gonna flop around on the stage for a bit and, like, just smash attack me from the right side. It's easy. Mm-hmm. The, the one thing I didn't know that I do like is that um, Falco's classic mode is called Soaring Above the Darkness, and he fights all dark versions, and if your intensity isn't high enough, his final boss is just Crazy Hand alone. Oh, that's neat. And that's neat. And I'm like, yeah, Falco, the, the lefty fox? <laughs> I, I felt it pertinent to mention because it was trivia that I didn't know until recently, I, but I also, okay. But yeah, uh, Crazy Hand is a solid C for me. He has potential, and other than that, he exists. I I, I would agree with that. I, I had him on the bottom of B, but like throughout this conversation, just like he doesn't. I'm not invested in Crazy Hand. I am in Master Hand, but like Crazy Hand has done yeah. nothing to like. He he feels tacked on. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, they had this idea for the first one. Now he has to keep coming back. He's like, okay, we're going to debut this wrestler's tag team partner. He's going to come in and he's going to save him. It's going to be all cool. What next? Shit, we still have to pay this guy for like two years. Damn it. <laughs> like he's, but yeah, I, I, got, I got nothing to add on yeah, here. Yeah, I don't either. I get, it's, it's hard to just like, okay, they're gloves. Like, they, they do the glove things, and that's like... Yeah, one does it well. One is also there. One tried to copy his homework and doesn't do it nearly as well. One has very bad handwriting. <laughs> yes, uh, that's perfect. Uh, next, oh, oh, I was about to move on to Brawl, but no, Giga Bowser showed up in Melee. Yeah. And, uh, I, I'm pretty sure we both agree on this. Like, Giga Bowser was so much better in Melee as a boss. He sucks yeah. in Ultimate. Y- yeah. Uh, it's, it's so hard because, like, we were talking about Crazy Hand running in at the last minute, but Giga Bowser just does it better. Yeah. Because it's literally Bowser coming back from the grave at the end of adventure mode and transforming into this huge bestial form that it just looks unhinged. Like it looks wrong and monstrous and like there there are a few times where Bowser feels like Bowser the Demon King or it takes his inspiration from the Ox King from Journey to the West to heart and this is one of them this is like just him going up to 11 and you attack him 
and nothing phases him. He is the invincible wall of a boss that Bowser is supposed to be. And it's cool. It's very cool. It also kind of harkens to the um the Kirby tradition of being like, oh, hey, this is a fun, like, neat little Nintendo game. But then there's a, a genuinely terrifying boss at the end. And for that, that's Giga Bowser here. Yeah. I love that he fucking dies at the end of Melee Adventure Mode, <laughs> where you see Bowser's trophy collapse, and then it hits the floor and turns into dust. Like, that that's brutal. And that did need to be there, but, like, way to actually kill Bowser. <laughs> Shouldn't have dropped your toys from so high, Master Hand. Like, that's what yeah. you get. Uh, my, my story with Giga Bowser is that I actually, I wasn't good enough at the game when I first started playing it to, like, get to him in adventure mode. So I didn't even know it was in the game until I hit the event match 51. And that was just oh. shocking. Oh, dude. One of my favorite video game memories of, like, okay, final battle. Bowser Ganondorf me too. What is wrong with Bowser? <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Oh, oh, I love that so much. He's like the only traditional fighting game boss, like, across the entire series, because he's just a souped-up version of, like, a player character. And I do really like that. Right. Yeah. I do prefer it in Melee, where you actually have to knock him off the stage. 100%. And I love, 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 love that he is a teaching tool for Jigglypuff. <laughs> yes. Because the feeling of discovering rest through him... Is the greatest feeling. And like, it, it's so much. God, Jigglypuff's so good. <laughs> right? Like, I, I, had that, I had that. I had a playground moment of like, I couldn't beat Giga Bowers. And I was like, okay, just use Down with Jigglypuff. But that doesn't do anything. So I did it. And I was like, wait, what? Right? It's wonderful. Oh, Giga Bowser is just this perfect teaching tool for various strategies and ideas and how to dodge an opponent and basically what to do after you hit them and they're ready to respond to you. And that's so smart. And then his next three appearances all suck. Yeah, like I, I, I will say he's slightly, like very slightly better as a final smash just because the player isn't waiting two seconds between every single attack. But that ultimate boss fight is the worst one. Yeah. <sighs> like, I, I can turn my brain off to fight Giga Bowser Ultimate because he, there is so much wind-up between his attacks and wait time between using them that you don't have to think. It's Bowser. You know how Bowser works. We've, we've played 20 years of this character. Yeah, there's nothing to advance him. And it, admittedly, I think that his appearances in Brawl and Smash 4 diminish him. Because, I don't know about you, but I think Giga Bowser is one of the weakest Final Smashes. I, I, I'd have to go back to play it because I honestly don't remember. It's one of the few where I feel like you cannot guarantee a kill by hitting with this. Because it, it souped up Bowser, but you're not around long enough and you're in a game where Landmaster exists. Right, 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 yeah. And like, it, it diminishes him a, quite a bit when the ultimate form of Bowser is weaker than a tank. <laughs> like it's like oh no godzilla stubbed his toe against the japanese military guess he's done yeah the military actually beat the kaiju we didn't need king kong at all for godzilla thank god god protect king kong <laughs> god keep him looking strong so i i know we just said that we weren't going to rank them separately but they're such different fights well, no, they're they're the same fight. Well, yeah, they're the same. Fight, they just have they... different win conditions. Yeah, and one of them works, and one of them is dumb. Yeah, I I want to put Giga Bowser into B tier. 
like at the bottom of B tier because that first fight is so so good. Um, I wouldn't put it quite at S tier. I'd like a little bit more original with him, but it's high A tier. It's a good feeling. It's cool to see all those like status effects and all his on his attacks. It's just it's neat. I'm hyped for Giga Bowser at this point. And now I'm looking at him and I'm in the crowd chanting, please retire. (laughs) But yeah, that's absolutely true. Which is a shame because like the Giga Bowser in Ultimate Bowser's Final Smash shows that like, no, there's so many directions they could take this character. Uh, But no, uh, copy pasted. It's just his old Final Smash because there's too many characters in Ultimate and they had to fill in the blanks somewhere. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I could get down for the bottom of B tier. Just with the, with the caveat that like there would be a split, like th- yes. this is an average of his appearances. This this is an A D split weighted in favor of I like him more than I feel apathetic toward him. Yeah, yeah. One more game and he goes down a tier. Exactly. Yeah. If they if they keep this up again, like no, it's it's you you've had your chance and, and your and your first try was the best one. Just just trust the first take. Come on, guys. What a debut. <laughs> But yeah, bottom beats here. I can agree with that. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, Mario bosses just don't do not do well, because now we're moving on to Brawl, and just, I remember the story you told of just, like, seeing that original trailer and being like, that's that's King K. Rool with the cannonball. Where did the cannonball yep. come from, anyway? Like, is, is that ever established? It has never been explained. <laughs> it, it, it's K. Rool. He's hiding in Petey's mouth. He's going to come out, and everyone's going to be so surprised. That's why he doesn't use any goop attacks or anything, because he'd have to vomit K. Rule out, and then that would just come confuse everybody. Exactly! And K. Rule can't come out because he's hiding from the Japanese devs that don't want to tarnish his name or whatever. Yeah. Like, like to, to give a small bit of praise to Petey Piranha, it is neat that you, like, choose which cage to break to, like, choose your fighter for the next bit. I wish Subspace Emery, em, Emery, Emissary did more with mm-hmm. that. But apart from that small gameplay tweak, like, the boss has two attacks. He jumps and he slams a cage at you. Well, sometimes, well, hang on, hang on. He can slam a cage with his left leaf or his right leaf. Oh, that changes everything. I d- those would be two separate attacks in Tekken, so you have to count it. This is true. This is true. Like, maybe uh, Peach weighs slightly more than Zelda, I think. So maybe that Peach does just slightly more damage. I don't know. Please don't fat shame Princess Peach. It's more the dress. Well, yeah, that's fair. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, like, I don't think we have to dwell on this much because there's not much to the character. Like, it's just, it's it's nothing there. Maybe there's not much to the character. I love my boy Petey Piranha. I love Petey Piranha. Petey Piranha is not in Smash Brothers. Nothing about this is Petey Piranha. You're completely correct. Petey Piranha is a jivin' stupid piranha plant. I could call him Cuban Pete, and that would be accurate. He is just a fun-loving idiot of a man. He can fly for some reason? That's cool. And he could be literally anyone else. Like, this could be just a singular womp, and it would make as much sense. It could be King Babam. It could be King Dodongo. It's just completely Actually, probably more accurately Bongo Bongo, but oh, Bongo Bongo would have been sick though. Yeah, but would you like him if he can only throw cages at someone and jump? If the hitting the cages like plays the drum, I would I would feel better about it. Like if there's actually some music being played. Uh, but as just as he is now, I, I he's the worst boss in the entire series, in my opinion. He could be Andros. He could be Craid. 
or any Metroid boss that has hands. <laughs> any of but them. Literally, the the criteria is just, do you have appendages? And that's what <laughs> that was what the job interview was for. And Petey Prada was just the first one to apply. Petey Prada was like, well, I can't write with them, but they're like, good enough. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's almost maddening how bad he is, because, like, he's such a fun character. And I even like him appearing as Piranha Plant's final smash, like, as, as a callback to how dumb and bad he is, where they had to invent him breathing fire for the final smash. And, and, and at least there, it's got, like, this, this like, oh, call Big Brother to come in and save the day kind of vibe. And I, I like that, I like that. But just as, just as, a, as a boss fight... I feel like I could give this a controller to somebody who hasn't played a video game, and they'd still be able to figure out how to beat Petey Piranha. Like, there's there's yes. nothing here. I would say your average Wispy Woods is a better boss fight than Petey. Oh, no question. Yeah. And that's a tree. That's a tree. This is a plant. <laughs> However, about to say. <laughs> my point still stands. Like, at least, like... Just has, like, an idea of, like, fixing him. Well, I, it's it's easy to fix him. Let's, like, give him literally anything. But, like, even if he just, like, crouched down and tried to bite whoever was directly beneath him, just something. Yeah, just anything that shows personality, his actual boss fight, anything. I, I'm assuming we both have him at the bottom. At the bottom? Yes. Okay, good, good, good. Because, like, part of me wants to put him in, like, he, like, Peter Piranha does have potential as a as a character design, but this boss fight is not part of it. Yeah, you can't improve on this boss fight. You can improve on Petey Piranha, but you can't improve on the base that's here. Yes, exactly, exactly. Okay, now I have to remember, like, what's the chronological order of the Brawl bosses? I think Rayquaza's next? Rayquaza? I think it's Rayquaza, yeah. Okay, uh, so... Rayquaza's an odd boss fight to me, because I, I, as a baseline, I love that, okay, picking that Pokemon boss fight, you picked the right one. Rayquaza yes. was just like, yes. The, the big, the big dragon serpents, like, I, it was so cool just watching that come out of the lake. But the fight itself, it's a, there's a, this is a problem that a couple of the Smash Brothers bosses have, but I feel like Rayquaza is the worst of, uh, throughout the fight, you just can't hit him for a solid half of it. Yes. Yes. He's either burrowed under and the like, ground, I, way up in the sky, or off screen, and you just have you just have to wait for him. Mm -hmm. and I know that we complained about oh, Master Hand, he's always vulnerable, but like you're not doing anything to make him vulnerable. You are just waiting. And the the thing that annoys me about uh, Rayquaza the most is that he has this weird property where he actually pushes you away with his. Uh, hitbox or her box or whatever like he slowly shoves you away so you can't get in close and combo him like you can other bosses and theoretically that's cool you know trying to get you to use other tools but he doesn't he doesn't require you to pepper him out of range the only thing that it really does is elongate the fight for no real reason Agreed, agreed. Uh, he, he does have some, like, we were talking about teaching tools uh, beforehand. I like that he, since he is the boss that fights Fox, he has a reflectable projectile that kind of, like, teaches characters to do that. He, it's one of the rare instances where Smash Brothers actually does something like that. I do want to praise Right, they that. even show it in the cutscene. Exactly, exactly. And that's neat. I, I wish more of these bosses did that. And I wish the rest yeah. of the boss fight lived up to that potential. <laughs> It's odd, because, like, difficulty-wise, you'd think that, like, making him faster in intense mode would, like, fix that so he's more on the screen more. 
but it just means that you can't hit him while he's like using his charging across the screen moves. He's too fast. I also think that him not having any way to get you to fall off the stage is stupid. This is literally the guardian of the sky. On that note, why isn't there like a storm happening or something like that? You just gotta... A no, clear this... sunny day, Rayquaza's in a lake, which first of all, it's just weird that he's in a lake in the first place. Like, Yeah, this is just Rayquaza's chill vacation lake. You know, the famous place in Pokemon. Yeah, it's, it's the, there's a shiny Gyarados under there too. Yeah, they hang out, they have pina coladas, they talk about how they hate meteors and chemtrails and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time, it's a good time. Yeah. The one thing that I do want to praise uh, Rayquaza for is that he is a Gen 3 Pokemon. And that's, it was a really smart way at a time where uh, the team had to represent both Gen 3 and Gen 4, and they gave the character slot to Gen 4 and the boss to Gen 3. And I think that's really cool. Like, they could have easily made this Giratina. Oh, absolutely. And they chose not to. I mean, I would have liked Giratina more, because that's just cool. Giratina, is Giratina a cooler Pokemon? Yes. Am I glad that uh, Rayquaza is here? Yes. Yes. Both, Both of them should be here, honestly. But, like, of the two, like, I th- I never thought about it like that, but you're right. I've always wanted, like, a Gen 3 Pokemon, because I, I would hope it is Sceptile, because just favorite Pokemon. But Rayquaza... Okay, yeah. Rayquaza does that job very well. Yeah. I also do want to praise that he does have, like, coming off of PD Piranha, who has literally two, Rayquaza does have a good mix of attacks. Like, he spits explosive um energy beams, like, he'll do the, all the stage charges. The stage charges are annoying, but they, they're still variety. He does that really weird mm-hmm. wheel of lightning that I could never figure out how to dodge no matter how many times I tried because he uses it so infrequently. Yeah, no, that's uh, that that's a weird one, Chief. I still don't get it. I, I remember um trying to get through boss battles on Intense way back in the day. Rayquaza was always the hardest one for me. It's because he takes so long and just there's so many options to just completely ruin your day. He was a stopgap where I accepted, okay, I will take damage. I can probably avoid dying? But I will take damage. I, I would always just reset it until I fought Rayquaza first. That's also just, fair. Just because it, like, um, it gets harder as you go. Yep. And then just pray I don't hit, run into Duon later in the, in the yep. run. Yeah. Oh, oh, that was your roadblock too. Yep, yep. Uh, but I, I don't, like, obviously Rayquaza has so much potential. Like, I'd argue it's one of the coolest Pokemon out there. Like, it, it's, it's, a, it's a giant flying snake dragon. Like, you can't go wrong with that. Yeah. Of all the bosses where you could go, you could probably fight on this thing's back. Why aren't we fighting on his back? Right! And he's just tossing you around. I just, I don't understand. There's so much missing with Rayquaza here. And to just... <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know the, um, I think it's the Super Super Paper Mario? There's yes. this big, um... Yes, yeah, You know what I'm talking about. Yep. Yeah, just make that, but Rayquazia. Yeah. We're imperfect. Y- you got any more mispronunciations? Nah, I, th- I think I'm, I think I'm spent. Run up the, uh, interaction? Rayquazy. Rayquazoa. <laughs> Alright, so, you have him in B or C? I have him at the top of C, cause like... I also have him there. Like, he's cool. I, I, I like Rayquaza as a Pokemon, but as a boss fight, like, I, I, I don't want to fight him. It's, yes. it's not very fun. Yes. I do like him more than Crazy Hand, though. Like, like the, I, yeah, I'm invested in Rayquaza's base boss fight, and it could be improved in so many different ways. Like, imagine if, like, if this was a phase boss, and, like, halfway through the match, he just took you up into the sky and just started doing loop-de-loops, and you had to try to, try to like, jump off of him when you could. 
absolutely it would have been so cool. Yeah, I wish like, more this Smash is a boss bosses fight had faces. Could be but... a spectacle. Yes, man. But if it isn't clear at this point in the video, we're complaining a lot. Yeah, like, I, 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 I've played so many games with good boss battles. Smash Brothers rarely is one of them. Yeah, and it's more just a sense of we want it to improve. We're not just sitting here to go shit on the team and go, <laughs> well, have you considered your fatal weakness? Boss battles? This game <laughs> is actually poop. <laughs> no. Because, like, it's fun to imagine what Rayquaza's boss battle could be, but it's, it's, just, it's just not that. Yeah. We didn't need polka floats. We could have just had Rayquaza's boss fight and I had the same like thing, polka floats. but cooler. Yeah, I, I do miss Pokéfloats as well. No, I, I just it's, want, it's I just want I float, the yeah, yeah, I know. I just want floating character models. That's so much fun. Exactly. All right. After Rayquaza, I think it's Porky? It's Porky. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Porky was the character I forgot was in the game. Uh, it's just... Which is odd because I don't know if I, I disliked the boss battle as much. It actually does something that I wish more boss fights do in that it actually like spawns enemies for you to deal with. In this case, the, uh, I have no idea. The what porky called, bots, yeah. The, yeah, the porky bots that you have to like, actually like take your attention off the boss and check out other things on the, ba the battlefield. Yeah. I feel like that would fix so much of the problems of these bosses having very slow attacks. Mm hmm. But yeah, P porky, porky's fine. Uh, having never played Earthbound, I really like the design of just the spider walker. Yeah, it's it's great. I think that Porky has the best setup of any boss in uh, subspace because you have Lucas, the Mother 3 protagonist, going through the ruined zoo from Mother 1, being chased by the uh, Empire Porky statue from Mother 3, and then Ness comes in to bust it open with PK Flash, a move that actually has a chance of one-shotting that boss to reveal Porky, who wants nothing more than to fight Ness again. That's brilliant storytelling that I just figured out because I just got all those Mother references because two of those games didn't come out by the time I played it. I had no idea about any of that, and I I, I respect the boss a lot more now. That's awesome. It's such a cool send-up to the Mother series. And the boss fight's okay. Yeah, it's fine. I, I like that this is one of the bosses that you can actually stand on. Yes. That's just neat. Yes. Uh, especially when it, like, takes off and you can, like, still attack it while he's, like, trying to fire a laser downward, but you can't stay on too long because otherwise it'll shock you. Mm-hmm. That's also really cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like there's a there's a bit of a lack of variety, though. Like, he'll, he's either going to walk and stab you with his little legs or there's going to be a, an energy blast, and that's a, that's about it. Mm-hmm. Now, admittedly— just, just what I know about Earthbound— Admittedly, I do feel that it's hard to translate a lot of Mother's attacks into Smash Brothers because there are a lot of particle effects that don't really have a concrete shape. It's more the feeling of the attack than anything. And hell, if you're going to incorporate, like, Mother 3's rhythm system into it or whatever. Oh, I would love that. You also just, like, if Porky was still a boss right now, he'd mm -hmm. probably have, like, the, a similar mother effects to like the actual fight that like ness and lucas got in this game yeah and now i'm so much just sadder that he's not here because that would have been awesome i know that all subspace characters that aren't snake are mute but god we're missing so much of porky's personality here and he's such a big personality that having him mute is just it's weird it's like if metal face didn't talk yeah I never even thought about it like that, but I, I've never seen this as, like, a character. 
Right. Like, even the first time I, um, see, I, since I had no knowledge of Mother 3, I didn't realize that, like, oh, that's, like, something in there. I thought it was just a mech. Yeah. But no, it's this p- poor, immortal, emaciated, horrible Eric Cartman person. Oh, if he just had Eric Cartman's voice. <laughs> that would be And hey, like, even, like, if Ness and Lucas can, like, say their attack names, let him just say something. <laughs> I also really wish, like, the energy blasts had, like, Gygus's effect in them. Yeah. Oh, God, and he even does that big orb. He could so easily have, like, the devil machine sprite in there. Exactly, exactly. It's just, it's a serviceable fight. It is. Yes, yes. It, it works just fine. I love the setup for it. It's not a character. Uh, this is, this is 100% true. I didn't even realize there was, there was a character tied to it. Oh, Porky is one of Nintendo's best villains. I know. I need to get around to Earthbound at some point. It's just... You can just get around so to Mother many. 3. It's okay. Yeah. Well, where, where does that land for you? Because, like, it sounds like he's, he's, like, technically good by Smash standards, but I really don't like that there's no character to speak of. I have an MB because there's nothing in the fight that wows me, but it's all serviceable. But the setup is perfect. But also, God, there's nothing there, character-wise, outside of the Porky bots. Exactly. And I, I just, I do want to, like, praise again. Like, all characters need some sort of, I mean, all boss fights need some kind of Porky bot. Like, it it adds so much to what a Smash Brothers boss fight should be. Yeah. Uh, if he's in B, should we put him above or below Giga Bowser? I put I, him I above. I like above just be, yeah, yeah, because, like, Ultimate's horrendous fight just nukes him down too far. It's hard for me to put anyone below Giga Bowser in B. One might manage, I, depending I, on I where we go. I Porky. But... I want Giga Bowser to go away. Yeah, I well, I want Giga Bowser to go and like have a training arc and come back. Okay, yeah. Oh man, just like imagine like the um the changes that um Bowser got from like Brawl to Smash Wii U, like stood st- up right and all that. But now it's Giga Bowser getting that same treatment. That could be terrifying. Oh, it could be. I mean, to be honest, I might just prefer Fury Bowser at this point. But I would as well. Yeah. Uh, Giga Fury Bowser. There you go. Just I'll just take me- it. Fuse the two together. Yeah. By all means. All right. After Porky. Uh, is this... Uh, I think this is Gallium. It's one of the two purple ones. I don't remember which. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Gallium because I just want to... I want to mock Gallium first. Okay. Because Gallium's such a stupid... Okay, I, I want you to... Look, look at Gallium's design right there. Yeah. See see that little orb shape on his head? Yeah. Imagine how much better this boss fight would do if you just took off the head and put Eggman's little canister thing there. <laughs> Instant wonderful boss fight. You know, as, as a desperate kid, I saw this and I went, this is a giant purple Kremlin. <laughs> Do you understand how desperate I was in 2008? <laughs> That's amazing! <sighs> but I hate, I, I hate most of the Subspace Emissary original designs. Because mm-hmm. like, something that was later proven in Smash 3DS... It's so cool to see so many just, like, random enemies from different Nintendo games coming together. It's why Smash Run is the best mode the series has ever had. Mm-hmm. To, to, to just take all that potential and be like, no, let's just get a generic robot instead. Just, why? I, I understand the idea of it, but in order to make it work, it has to feel ethereal. It has to somehow feel wrong in this universe that Smash Brothers has created where everything is sort of crossing over. And the fact that I can imagine it as a giant purple Kremlin with giant mechanization means that something went wrong there. It's it's a curvy boss. 
all, all, all the subspace stuff is Kirby bosses or Kirby enemies. Well, yeah, subspace is just Kirby Superstar, but bad. <laughs> exactly. Uh, to, to give Gallium the slightest of credit, it does have some pretty nice animations. Like, I do love it just standing straight up and just falling, just face planting on the ground. Yes. It's, it's an amusing animation. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's... That's one nice thing. You know what? I'll, I'll give him more. It was. F- I'll give him more. Gallium is actually a fun boss to fight. I find because you're always in his body and always doing attacks. There's nothing that's pushing you out. He always encourages you to go aggro, so it makes it more difficult to react to his attacks because you're in there constantly. And are his attacks telegraphed and stuff? Yeah, but he's got massive hurt boxes that are occasionally difficult to avoid if you're going full aggro. And I appreciate that. Like, he's a boss that, yeah, he you just hit him until he dies, but he's a good damage sponge. Like, uh, of, of the subspace originals, eh, he's not the worst one, in my opinion. I agree. But he is just, like... T- take literally any any game like I, I Eggman would be my pick. Just having to do that wind up punch with like get a load of this would have been that that would just been perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, by uh, his placement in Ultimate, I think Metal Gear Rex was a shoe in for this spot because he's literally in the Snake Secret Base. Yeah, like the, there's there was just a deal went through where they couldn't finish the boss fight in time, and they're just like, okay, let's grab this instead. Yeah, but even I, then, I, you I have to redo like his choosing. model and all of his animations. Like, there was so much effort that needed to go in to bring him back that could have gone to Death Egg Robot, that could have gone to Metal Gear Rex. Which they remade the Metal Gear models anyway. Yeah. Because Shadow Moses is still back. I don't know. Maybe that's a Konami problem. But it, it's just... Well, yeah, Konami is potential. a problem. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it, it, I hate when crossovers is just like, okay, or just like, you, we need to do something original here. Because no, you don't. That's not why people are coming to a crossover. They're coming to a crossover because of the cool things you can do with a crossover. You can do it once and get away with it. You can give them yeah, the that reason that's happening. Yeah, exactly. You you use your reason. I, I have I have Gallium just at the bottom. I, I, I know he's fun, but I, I, I feel nothing but annoyance toward this character. <sighs> I, I could put him a little higher... Just because I don't think it's a bad boss fight. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't... Where, 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 do you, where do you have him? I had him at the bottom of C, fully willing to put him to D. Okay, I'd like to drag him down to D. Because like his potential is turning him into a different character. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. But, like, that base is fine. Okay, you know what? No, 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 no. Like, that is true. But it's he's at the bottom of C because he could be a different character. Yeah, you have potential. I, 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 I could see this working as an Eggman bo- robot. It, it would work. <sighs> After this, though, uh, is our first Ridley fight. Yeah. And I think both of Ridley's fights are actually pretty good. Like, well, I, I say Ridley. It's Dynablade. Yeah. This is obvious. No, it is Dynablade. Uh, but Dynablade does translate decently well into that. I think it's the weaker of the two fights. Oh, really? I have because the opposite he's got a, opinion. He's, oh, I, well, we'll talk about that in a second yeah. then. But uh, he has a bit of a Rayquaza problem of just, like, sometimes you just can't hit him. He's got a lot of attacks that take him off the screen. He generally charges back pretty quickly, so it's more of a, a dodging minigame, which I do like so much more yeah. than Rayquaza. I agree. He also has another one of the Master Hand things where he's got a he's got a spot dodge check to see how well you can dodge. Yep. And just a props to this Ridley in particular, like straight up canonized his um the space pirate rush. Yeah, the smash and grab. Yeah, get God, that cutscene get leading into him is so pitch perfect. Exact yeah, yeah. Like, just, just the brutality of it, and then, oh no, he's a flying type. 
<laughs> All right, duh. I, how have I not realized that before? That's it's super effective. Yeah, well, if, oh, well, if he's feel, dragon like flying, it'd be now. neutral. But ah, true, true. Well, maybe he he's evil enough to be a dark type. Okay, but flying dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's basically Elvatol. <laughs> oh yeah, true. Uh, another cool bo- boss fight that wasn't right. But yeah, I I do like him. I like him less than I like Dynablade, but I like the fact that Dynablade gives you openings via you dodging, whereas Smash Brothers, you just hit the man. Um, I feel like this is a big missed opportunity. I don't like his uh, wing flap move, where he just tries to push you off the stage. I feel like of all the boss fights, this one should have been in an enclosed space, and it should have been a stamina fight. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Like, that would really sell it, because Ridley's moveset is actually pretty great for this, and is actually really fun to fight. Um, You're always in his hitbox, just like you are in a Metroid game, and there's always this sense of dread, and can he go off for a minute? Yeah, but not nearly as bad as he can in Metroid Prime, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, and when he comes off, he, he usually comes straight back with some really high damaging attacks like i i feel this brawl design is why i am disappointed by his ultimate character yes because like he he sells his power so well yeah oh my god when he screams across the screen the screech that he gives yeah the, the um the master hand charging towards the screen like the effects that are on that and then the sound effects is like just charging through him. you can hear like the chomp as he tries to yes nab you with it and that'll kill you almost instantly at higher difficulties yeah it's good He's generally good and enjoyable to fight. I think he's missing quite a bit, but he's good. I feel like the missing bits are just like, he, he splice between two boss fights on the roster. Yeah. Because like Meta Riddle's got the more, um, like, dragony fire breath and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And he's got the more physicality here. Yes. But yeah, I think Riddle's good. I do too. By Smash standards. Yes, yes. He's not, he's not... I only wanted to replay the fight because I wanted to play as this boss. Yeah, because like it's just it's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't get sold on his character like I do in Smash Ultimate, which just it's a good moment, but it passes. Exactly, exactly. I, I'd like to put him at the bottom of A if that's all right. I I, I do feel strong more strongly towards Master Hand. I, if I could just like blend all the Ridleys together into a character slot. I even, no, I wouldn't take a boss fight. I'm not, I'm not giving up Ridley for anything on a character slot. But, like, he's got just shades of greatness of what he needs, but they're all on different things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel that. But, yeah, still, still an A-tier boss. Like, yes. This is, what, this is one of the good ones. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea which one's next. Uh, I'm 80% sure it's due on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ridley doesn't show up again until, like, the end, and right before everybody comes back together. So, yeah, yeah it, it would be due on. Uh, I... So, so see, so see these um these heads on Duan right here. So yeah, what I'm picturing this time is that the left one is Eggman, but the right one is Wily. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you make me so happy. Oh, God. Uh, I I don't like Duan as a boss fight. Nah, nah. You- it, it is a very awkward. Uh, I really don't like that. This is such on the top of that. I, I get the placement of it because that's like that's where the boss fight happens, but it's. There's not enough room to properly, like, get, well, no, actually, no, that's not true, because you can just move slightly to the side, avoid whatever he's doing, then go back in, but, like, it feels cramped and not fun. Yes. Is what I'm trying to get at. No, I, I completely agree with you, and I feel like 
This is such a spectacle moment because this is, you kick all the Mr. Game & Watches out of the helm of the Halberd. They fuse into this giant monstrosity and it's this thing. It's just, it's just the thing. It's whatever the hell this is. Imagine if that turned into dark matter. Oh my god! If all the Game & Watches just oh. dissolved into dark matter. Oh, that would have been amazing! And it's on the Kirby Hal Halberd 2? Yep. Halfway through the fight, it splits wings and becomes zero two. Yeah, c oh could do my that. God. You can even do that weird dual gimmick if you want to add in elements of miracle matter. Oh, I. And you could have the zero two I theme almost... play. There was a remix of it in Brawl. I I can't put Duan lower because I'd put him under Piranha Plant, and I can't do that. But I want to put him lower because of that. Because like, wow, like this is another example of just like. This is not what a crossover is for. That could have been the best moment in Subspace Emissary. But it isn't. It sure isn't. And to, to top it all off, I don't think he's a good boss fight. I, I completely agree. He's too awkward. Yeah, he's got that same weird pushback that Rayquaza has to, like, a lesser extent. And, you know, he does have that same uh, redirect his missiles at his face attack. They like kind of look like giant swords or ICBMs. And that's cool. I like that. It does a lot of damage to him. But otherwise, he's he's the weird wall that Porky is, but without the ability to jump on top of him. And... Yeah, so you kind of just awkwardly slide to one side, and it's often the slide that's just gonna... I, I, I hate trying to get back over him. Yes. He feels like a struggle to just be on the stage with, and not in an intentional way, just like in this is how his body is, deal with it. If he were designed to try to push you off the halberd, that's that's a different story. But no, all of his attacks are all offensively based. They're all based on killing you. Yeah, and, the, and they're all towards the side that, like, you're not on in that case. Like, he always tries to attack towards the center of the stage. Yes. It's just, there is nothing about him I like. Yeah, I completely, uh, completely agree. He, like, they had this, like, yin-yang idea. I was like, oh, this, this side is range, and this side's a sword. Whoa! Yeah, but if you're gonna do that, then, like, fuse two bosses together and really play up that crossover element. Oh my, just dark matter possessing something else. Yeah! Oh, I'm, I'm, I, that's just got my mind going crazy, because, right? like, there's so much that could be. Right. Just coming, oh, it, it's Fawful, but Dark Matter's possessing them or something. Something like that. I don't know. I don't know. The, like, you could do literally anything with that. Well, that's what we call Bowser's Inside Story, but that's another issue. <laughs> it's the moon from Majora's Mask, and then it sprouts Zero-2's wings. <laughs> oh, dude, that's such angsty fanfic. I love it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I have I have nothing nice to say about this boss. He's at the bottom next to Bree Piranha for me. Yeah, like, is he technically a better boss fight than PD? Yes, but Petey Piranha exists, and this man does not. And I hate that because I'm like three steps removed of insulting Mr. Game & Watch, and I love that boy. Even if it just turned into the octopus. Yeah. I would have liked that more. I would too. I, I, half of me wants to make a case of like, hey, at least Petey Piranha's boss fight functions, but no, that's, that, it's, it's too bad. Like, a waste of potential is better than an insult to a character. Yes. After this, though, uh, I am curious, why do you think Meta Ridley is worse than regular Ridley? Uh, just where he's positioned on the stage. That's literally it. I think that it's annoying to hit him. I guess I can kind of... Uh, th th this might just come down to characters used against him. 
because like stronger aerials just have a better time of dealing with him. Right. But this is like the one boss that this fight is a spectacle, and I love it. Oh yes, the spectacle that. of this is like nothing else. Like that that intro cutscene. Like I was not expecting Ridley to come back. You see him flying in, and he's chasing like the blue falcon. And you fight on the blue falcon. Like this is the crossover thing we were talking about. Like you're actually having like the bosses interact with like other parts of Nintendo history, and it's so cool. Exactly. And there's even a time limit, so it's a tie-in to a Metroid Escape. Exactly. I love the attack where he bashes the flyer with the wing with his wing, and it can kill you instantly. Like that's smart use of the stage. Yeah, th- I was about to say. Like, I feel like Smash Brothers bosses are at their absolute best when they actually mess with the stage. Yes. Wait, we'll talk about this a little more with uh, with the Master Core, but just meta really just grabbing onto the Blue Falcon and dragging it down, smacking it down, and just instantly killing you. It's so cool. It makes the fight feel so much more frantic. Yes. I I can see I'm I'm trying I'm trying this is I, I might have to like replay mm-hmm. this boss battle just like remember the feeling but I admittedly part of it could be because he is by far the hardest boss to catch in a trophy stand yes and I oh really wanted gosh. to do that and oh my god I hated it I hated it so much uh, you, you have to time it perfectly so like he just rushes over and you throw it down at him yes but not so much that but the wind so knocks hard. him off exactly. <laughs> Oh my god, oh my Yo, yo, fuck trophy stance. They're like Those pokeballs, so but dumb. suck. You, you just try to dodge a boss's attacks for like 10 minutes just waiting for it to spawn. Yep. But I, I, I actually do like his kind of fly-by-nature, because the, the boss fight, the, the way I would always fight him is that I would um, try to intercept him in his attacks. It'd be like a, mm. a constant, like, sword-clashing trade-off sort of deal. Uh, see, I, I just wasn't a fan because he always just drifts slightly to the left and it just makes it hard to hit him in any sort of vulnerability period. But doing it that way, yeah, that might be, that might be better. This is true. It, he drifts left as the, uh, um, the fight goes on, which I, I kind of also like that, though, because, like, he's getting slower. He's having a harder time keeping up as he's dying. Oh, I didn't consider that. Damn. Damn like, it, it's one of the, f- it's one of the few boss fights in the entire series that I feel has... Like a theme, a purpose. Like, like there's a there's a through line here where everything clicks together. Mm-hmm. Like the the arena fits for what the boss fight is. It's a spectacle, which I which so many of the fights aren't. I totally agree. My only caveat is that I don't enjoy replaying it. Like that moment is amazing, but I don't like refighting it. I'm I'm trying to parse through my head. Is like okay. Do I disagree, or do I just really like Ridley, and I dealt with it regardless? <laughs> no, 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 that, that, that's fair. But consider that, like, there are six characters, I believe, that it gives you access to at that point, and two of them are Donkey Kong and Captain Falcon. This is true, this is true. And like, One of them's also Olimar, like, um, what are you going yeah, to do like, with Olimar? And at that point, Diddy Kong was new, so I was willing to be high on him. So who am I going to choose? Of course, you have Samus, though. And who are In you? Brawl. Like, Samus is the character. Right, Brawl. It's Brawl, Samus. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely just me being hyped up about Ridley, because, like, I would always pick Samus and be like, yeah, this is Metroid. <laughs> no. No, that's just because I was a kid. No, I'm, I'm remembering now. Donkey like, Kong that- is here. No one else <laughs> in the room mattered. I, I, I do still, I have an S tier beforehand. Uh, I'm, it sounds like you're either an A or B. I had him top of B. I'm, will- I'm very much willing to go to A, but, like, I I I'd want him in A because like he's he's one of the one of the only boss battles that I feel like just gets everything well apart from the gameplay but like the things that are missing in the other boss battles Ridley actually has here. Yes, 
I, I this is like the one that really, really hones in on the crossover appeal. This is my King Dedede of like, yes, I know there's problems there, but what he has there is just it's it's better than everybody else. Okay, that is fine. That is a good sell. You I'm above or below Ridley? Uh, I, I, I like it. I feel like it's the better of the two just in that regard. I'll lose the fight. Sure. Okay, cool, cool. Like, yeah, the regular Ridley is slightly more fun to play, play as, but this is actually Ridley. And that's just cool. Yeah. Meta Ridley's boss battle was why I wanted him as a character, more than anything else. Okay. All right, I can and see I wish that. I got it. Uh, are there any other Brawl bosses? Why, yes, there is. There's the big one. Uh, I, I've just seen if there's anybody before Taboo, but no. Uh, Taboo is interesting taboo is probably the most fascinating boss fight smash brothers has for better and for worse yes i i totally agree because it's with the crossover element, i can understand just having some omnipresent big bad that's not involved in any roster um i mean any like franchise for a crossover because <laughs> like something needs to bring them together so i can somewhat forgive taboo for that i'd wish that says halfway through the fight just a giant eye popped up on his chest and it was just dark matter but it's it's, it's fine. He's all glitchy and stuff. There's, like, some sort of, like, like weird, like, meta video game thing going on, maybe? I don't know. I don't I, know. God. Subspace is so supposedly cool, and then we're told, no, don't read the, any deeper into it. Smash Brothers. <laughs> like, this should be this giant meta thing. Like, at, at, the, at the onset of Subspace, I saw people going, like, Taboo is the corruption of the world. Uh, poisoning the child that is Master Hand's worldview, literally chaining him. Like, it's some sort of weird, fucked-up version of Andy's arc from Toy Story. <laughs> yes. And then it's like, no, no, it's just, it's just Smash Brothers, though. And then people are like, no, no, let me write my college thesis on subspace, though. And just, he exists? He doesn't exist enough? Um, I kind of hate him? Like, he's just an idea where, like, you wrote out the name and what he looked like, and you just went, yep, that's it. You gonna explain anything? No? No, that's just it. He's his name is Taboo, he is blue, and he kills people. And he wants to make all the worlds into the subspace because... And he has off waves. <laughs> All, all, all the toys must become toys again. It's the, it's the Lego movie. <laughs> yeah. Now, all the, I do agree with all that said. I do kind of like the actual fight, though. I agree. I agree. Like, th this is a character I hate, but I'm like, but the fight's pretty good, though. <laughs> yeah, the music is great. The setting's great. And, like, he's got some of the coolest animations. Mm -hmm. Arguably, of any of these boss fights, like the whip that he throws out and just slams you into the ground... God, I wish Samus could do that with the grapple beam. Right. There are so few characters that use command grabs well, and he has the whip, he has the brackets. Just like, yeah, that's how you create variance in your boss fight. He start, His teleports started exploding halfway through the fight, so you have to, like, it gets more frantic in that way. Like, he'll just come in from the side as just this giant and just spit lasers out of his eyes. Like, I get kind of that same creativity out of Master Hand, but it's just like... Okay, let's do whatever we feel like with this character. Yeah, it's really weird and distorted, and it, it's cool. I wish it had literally anything behind it. Exactly, exactly. Like, I, I had this idea, just like, okay, so we have Smash for Wii U, right? Mm -hmm. Bring back all the stuff. Hakurai just made Kid Icarus Uprising. We've got this humanoid, just male, with a really cool boss fight. 
And Sakurai just made the best villain that Smash Brothers has ever seen. Right? I wish this was Hades. Reskin this as Hades boss fight. It's the best fight in the game. Yeah. Yeah, one yeah, totally. You are completely correct on that. I mean, admittedly, are there like 20 different ways to do Hades boss fight really, really well? Yes. Yes. Like, can you imagine scaling him like a Shadow of the Colossus and just like slowly willing him down? I mean, I mean, just based off of how Hades boss fight went, we could just have all of them. Just make it a four phase fight. And like, okay, you got the you got the Shadow of the Colossus first, and then you got like maybe he does a. Just, 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 just take the other boss fights that are kind of lame and just make it Hades. Just Hades part two work. or Hades part three. This is Mastercore. This is Darkon. And now we're back to Taboo. Perfect. Yep. But yeah, like, I even like Off Waves a lot. Like, yeah, this is the final boss. It should test you and really, really punish you. Exactly. It's like, it's, again, one of the few times that Smash Brothers actually does that. And I love that. Will it guaranteed instant kill you the first time? Absolutely. But then you actually dodge it and you feel like a god. And like, it's one of the few times Smash Brothers makes you feel really good fighting a boss, as opposed to just going through the motions. And that's so good. God, I hate I Taboo. It's, it's, yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, where, where, where does that even land for you? Because I, have I don't even know anymore. At, as the middle I can at the bottom of B tier, because... God, he works. God, I hate him. Because every, uh, everything he does mechanically works really, really well. Everything he does as a character disappoints and upsets me. I completely agree. So, so should we just be like, okay, he's just the middle of B tier for that reason? Because I do feel like that just cancels out quite nicely. I, I agree entirely. If it was just the fight, it'd be an S-tier fight. If it was just the character, he'd be right down there with Duan. He'd be lower than Duan. I'd make a new tier for him. Oh, really? I just... Oh, yeah, because, like, the entire thing revolves around him. Yeah, okay, yeah no, I can get that. As a this. payoff, he is nothing. As a character, he I, is nothing. I love nothing. how he gets that same... Unless he gets that same, like, splash screen. Just, like, how it's introducing all the characters. Like, oh, Mario's here. Mario! Black screen on the bottom. With his name. Big letters. And then just... Taboo. Okay. All right, so middle would technically be between Porky and Giga Bowser. Just want to keep him there. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, that's the last of the Brawl ones. Yep. But before we get to all the ultimate ones, we do have something weird that Smash Ryu did with the Master Core. Uh, this is actually my favorite boss fight in the series. Yeah, Um, I, it's either my first or second. But it's definitely I, there. I think, I think we have the first, first, or se- same first or second. I think so. Like, I have bias yeah. for one of them, but I think so. I, I think, functionally, Master Core is a, a very nice evolution of the Master Hand idea. Because, like, oh, you're going through the same motions with Master Hand. We've done this so many times. All of a sudden, he just starts spasming out. And all of a sudden, there's this giant black demon thing. Right. It's like, this was in Master Hand the entire time? Mm-hmm. And I do love that. Part of it, and like we're talking with um, Meta Ridley, this is a boss fight that really messes with the stage. Like, Master Giant will actually pick up the stage and just launch you into these, like, energy orbs that it creates. Yeah! It is such a dynamic spectacle of a fight, and arguably the hardest one in the entire series as well, because you have so many things to get through. Oh, totally. It's an endurance match. It gives you an extra life midway through, and more than likely than not, you need it. Exactly. 
I, I do dislike Master Edges. I think that's what it's called the least. Yes, but even the then, blades, I still feel yeah. like it's a... I dislike it because it feels like a bit of bullshit because I, I don't know how to dodge some of those attacks. But even that, I like that it feels like it's bullshit. Like, this game is actually challenging me. I do too, and uh, I may be slightly biased because I went at this again and again and again in Smash 3DS because I wanted my first clear of this to be with the character that I wanted to enjoy the most. So I did it again and again and again oh, on no. 9.9 <laughs> with Little Mac <laughs> until I got it. <laughs> oh, like I said at the beginning, like if you take into account that Little Mac has to fight these bosses, they kind of all drop. They kind of do. And you know what? I enjoyed myself doing this one. Like it was hard as hell, but I learned those patterns and I learned, yeah, I can't really hit Master Edges very much. God, I hope I get that early. <laughs> this is the only boss fight that gives me that, um, the satisfaction I get from uh, other games, like if I fight um, a Fatalis in Monster Hunter, mm -hmm. or if I deal with a very hard challenge and like, I've, I've never played Dark Souls, but that kind of Dark Souls satisfaction of mastering a boss and coming out the other side and feeling great about yourself. Right. Master Core is the only one that has ever given that to me. I, I completely agree with that. I even like the little flourish at the end where if you don't kill the harmless core fast enough, it'll shoot out an off wave and kill you if you're just trying to flex on it too much. I like that it gives you like that breather. I'm just like, yeah, you did <sighs> it. Here's a punching bag. Yeah, just like end it. Do it. It's it's weirdly poignant, which is something that you should not be saying about a Smash Brothers boss because they're all bad. <laughs> But this is good. This is fantastic, even. Uh, th this was actually the start of my idea for wanting Dark Matter as a character, because this is amorphous designs can do anything. Yes. And it's so cool because of that. Also, we haven't mentioned Master Fortress before, but I also like Master Fortress. I do like Master Fortress. I like that it actually gives you this giant platforming challenge to deal with as like this. And, and it's so hard. Like, harder for some characters over others. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Little Mac. Yeah. <laughs> But it feels so good to get to the end of that. Deal with all the... Uh, what, what are the enemies that are in that final room that just completely mess you oh, up? No, it, I mean, they're all, like, reskins of everything in Smash Run, right? Yeah, yeah. I, it's a, I think it's a Kadekers enemy. The, the the flowers that shoot lasers at no, you. No, probably, yeah. The the final, like... The, I can't remember. Like, the achievements in Smash for Wii U, the top left one, you have to get through, like, the hardest difficulty without losing a life. Mm -hmm. That was so hard to do, but when I finally managed to get through all of that and do it, it's the... That's one of the best accomplishments I've ever felt with a video game. Oh, totally. It's so good, and it's much, much more fulfilled than I felt after I beat Boss Rush on Tense in, uh... Brawl. That's it. That's the game. Well, you, you didn't like getting that, uh, that one... Uh, was it Gallium's trophy? I don't even, even like remember taboo. what I did. It was just like Gallium, but in like a tank form. I don't know. <laughs> Something stupid like that. I, probably taboo off waves or some shit. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, Master Core is my S tier. Like, I missed that boss fight. I would love to see like this to continue to be enhanced, new forms added to it. Like they've been trying to branch out, uh, Master Hand. Yes. I don't have further thoughts. It's just, it's a good fight. 100% agreed. Uh, and that brings us to Ultimate. Now, there's not really a, like, canonical order. Right. This, I don't think. 
Uh, let's let's just start with uh, Galeen then. It was the first one that was really shown. Alrighty, yeah, let's do Galeen. I'm mean, technically Dracula, but anyway, Galeen's like the the forefront of the adventure mode. Yeah, uh, Galeen, it's I I I don't hate it as much as Taboo because at least it's got this kind of theme of okay, it's got the, it's the light and the dark. They're fighting each other. It's the most cliche stupidity that you can come up with, but it's. It's a visually pleasing design. I love Galeem's design. It's It's, it's not just a dude. It is classical biblical angel. And it's just this weird ethereal sort of bring the world to order Shin Megami Tensei bullshit kind of design. And it's really, really gorgeous to look at. Like it, it's imposing in ways that Taboo is not. Yes. Because it feels like, like, like where I said that Taboo absolutely needed to be some force that is ethereal and whatnot, this is that. This feels wrong for Smash Brothers. Except maybe Kirby. <laughs> but Kirby yeah, can, can do this anything Kirby at this point. <laughs> this is also true. And it's, it's a really, really cool design. You're fighting the sun as protected by God. And, like, just from an inherent level, I find that really, really appealing. Do I think it does anything? No. But, like, it gets points where, like, I care about it a little. And it's... It was fun to see Sephiroth kill it. <laughs> yes! Now, I will give it points for that. It did It did enable that trailer so nicely. Admittedly, if Sephiroth end of disc one to boo, I would have just screamed. <laughs> oh my god. But that's a vendetta for another day. <laughs> and yeah, I I actually really like Galeem as a boss fight. I, I do like the, the design of a lot of his attacks. Like, it's got the, um, I really like the orbs that both it and Darkon creates. Yes. Where, like, if you look really closely at them, you can tell where they're going to fire off. You can choose to either try to destroy them all or try to get to a point, like, puzzle your way through and find out, okay, I can stand here and I'm safe. I really like that. <laughs> I love the crisscrossing beams of light that just make this giant spread and you have to try to find the one opening before they fire off. I think that's a great test of your movement. It's got a lot of good attacks. My problem with the boss fight is it it's the least satisfying thing to attack. That is my big flaw with it. Yep. Like, this gets sort of dealt with when you fight both Gleam and Darkon, and you can actually, like, just move aside and let them just do a massive just hammer smash on the other character. That's kind of neat. I like that dynamic, but... Yeah. Yeah, you, you stun it and you just hit it a bunch. It's like Master Core, except it doesn't, like, fly away, so you don't have that satisfaction. It's just... It's an endurance match, but it doesn't really reward you for, like, getting those good attacks in. Something like that I all the ultimate bosses suffer from. I hate that this boss has a stun. That it can be stunned. Like, why? Like, it's the sun. Oh no, I concuss the sun with my boxing man. I'm sorry, son. <laughs> if you're going to make this really, really cool ethereal design... Again, I want to double down on how cool of a design I think Galeem is at a base level. You have to keep him holier than thou the entire fight. Like, you can't make him struggle or sweat. He has to be this primordial force. It just doesn't get there. To bask on the design of it a little more, like, I love that there's like a, like a sunset pattern on the inside of its wings. It just, it looks, it looks so lovely. Yes, beautiful, beautiful. And again, I like... Almost all of its attacks, like, the one attack that I don't like is when it summons clones and takes a breather. And, like, I get that it's thematic for, like, the whole thing or whatever, but I don't- I don't care for that. Like, if you're gonna do that, then bring in a puppeted master hand to do one attack 
or like have Master Hand like try to fight back against it, but ultimately still try to kill you. I would be okay with it if it didn't take a breather. Like if it just summoned them and it immediately moved on to a different attack, that'd be pretty cool. I agree. That that pressure would be cool. But also I want my vague hints at storytelling. Like <laughs> I'm so dry. I'm so thirsty right now. Give me a drop. Rivers in the desert. <laughs> well, where does that land Galeem for you? Just between the uh, uh, fight and function. Galeem is an A for me because I really like, I like the fight. I like the function. My standards for Smash Brothers bosses aren't very high. But talking about it, he's... I can't put him above Master Hand, and talking about now, I'd put him below the Ridleys. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. I'm okay with him still being in A, because, like, it's it's a fun fight. Mm -hmm. Not a satisfying one, but, it's, like, it's enjoyable to dodge those things. Yeah, and I think that uh, of the remixes of, uh, was it Lifelight? Lifeline? Whatever it is? Yeah. That uh, Galeem's yes. mix is the best final boss version of it. I like it a lot better than Darkon. I like it better than Galeem Darkon as well. I love the vibe to it, but just... He's good vibes. He's a good time. Uh, how do you feel those, like, praises of Gilding compared to Darkon? Because 100% uh, worse design. Like, there's yeah, nothing uh, of that. It's just oh, thorny. no. He's attacking me with an evil version of Bramble Scramble. This is I'm the very intimidated. This is Maleficent's doing. There you go. <laughs> there's your Sora. Oh, no. Oh, shut up and die, please. <laughs> But, yeah, um, he's ugly and he's stupid, and, like, he turns this whole interesting conflict of World of Light into, oh, it's just light and dark. And dark is so much less interesting this time. I 100% agree. It's an uglier version of, like, five different Kirby bosses. And I find his attacks less interesting, too. Agreed. Like, like he has that weird thing where he's, like, a Gatling gun for a second. But his shots are like the Needler from Halo. Uh, I'm sure he has other attacks. Uh, there's that one where you play Snake with him and his eyes at the yeah, end yeah, of the Yeah, yeah, that snake. one. Oh, the one that sucks? Yeah, exactly. Like, not sucks to fight, but just is a bad attack and I don't like it. It's so odd because you have Galeem who's using his very ethereal status and there's a lot to do with him. And then you have Darkon who's a lot more physical and seems to be, oh... Look at all the things we can do with tentacles. And you're like, yeah, we've seen tentacles. It's not as good. When you're playing the same hits twice and the second album is worse, it just feels bad. Completely agree. There's a kind of similar Master Hand Crazy Hand dynamic there. There like is. Just, the, the idea was cool the first time. The second, uh, not really. But it's not even as fulfilling as Crazy Hand, because at least Crazy Hand had his cool debut. This is just like, oh, and now we're introducing the brother of Gleam. Yes, Darkon. needs to be twice as long, because reasons. This won't get boring, trust me. I, I, I don't know why all of these bosses just turn into me selling them as Vince McMahon, but... <laughs> But it feels like a shitty tag team gimmick change. It is. It's just Galeem, but bad. Galeem, but spiky. And like, I don't, do I think it's necessarily a bad boss fight? No, but it, it don't impress me much. 
The, the good things about Darkon's boss fight are just because it takes Galeem's things and slightly tweaks them in different directions. Literally, it takes those bombs and just, okay, now they're diagonal. Wow. Yes. Pretty sneaky, sis. <laughs> God. Ah. Uh, yeah. I, um, so, see? I, I, can, I can feel see. Like, may, maybe there's a way to redesign this so it's more interesting. If you just gave this character literally a redesign and made him more weird and ethereal... But, like, this is supposed to be the creepy boss, and there's a boss that's so much more creepy in the same game. Absolutely. I always like the conflict of, like, oh, hey, order's actually bad here. Let's let's bring in chaos to fix things. Like, if Darkon wasn't actually bad, I might, I might be able to forgive that. Yeah, I would I would jive with it. Or, like, you have to release Darkon in order to hit Galim. Yeah. Like, make and it's like, summon. what did you expect? It's chaos. I, I don't know. I... That that require like some effort of storytelling for Smash Brothers, which might be too much to ask. But like, eh. they had like a weird angel sanctum that like had switches or some shit. Yeah. Like, why does even Darkon get summoned? I can't remember. Is it just because, because oh, Gleam is down and he's like, oh, it is my time now. All right, where should we put him in C tier? I, I do feel like the fight functions better than Gallium's. I, I agree. It's it's basically for me, do we put him above or below Crazy Hand? And I'm looking at below. Yeah, I, I like Crazy Hand more. And I don't even care about Crazy Hand, but like, he had that one time though. The, he, he had one. Darkon's got none. Man, if they just try to use Darkon and Gleam again, I'm going to be so disappointed in like the next yeah. game. Like, that game's going to have to be smaller. Go go more in depth and just don't, please. There, there's There's so much potential. The storytelling side of just, like, the crossover of Smash Brothers is by far the weakest aspect of the game. Like, yes. in terms of everything they could be doing, like, after playing, just, like, the city's the only thing I can think of, just from the... Not not the PS4 or PS5 version, like, it's the PSP versions that I've, I'm so fond of. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're poorly written, but it's just fun to watch these characters interact. That's the yes. appeal of the crossover. You even have big things like Project Cross Zone, which should not exist... Or just stupid things like Capcom versus SNK, or Marvel versus Capcom. Even that does it better. Uh, the, the Persona spinoffs. They're yeah. not very great about it, but it's still just fun to see them interact. It depends. As I said, Kanji gets one good moment this every single this game. This is true. I did like looking through those moments. Right? Ah, uh, yeah. Darkon, he's in C tier. Easy. Yep. Uh... You want to do the one World of Light boss we have and then wrap up with the three World of Darks? Yeah, that works. That works. Because um, I, I think that they're more interesting to talk about than... And, and plus, this is your boy, this, so... This is my boy. I do like Monster Hunter. And I do feel like if you're going to try to include Monster Hunter in the game, character's not the right way to go. Boss fight, definitely the choice. And of course, Rathalos is the right one to do that with. It's the flagship. Yep. Uh, and I do like a lot of the boss fights. Like, I really love how they spawn in items that kind of mimic the effects that they have in uh, the actual Monster Hunter games. Pitfall traps are literal pitfall traps, and they trap the monsters, and they work the same way, and I love that. You get barrel bombs, which do a lot of damage to the Rathos and stun it, and I, I also like that a lot. Uh, th there's a lot of neat little nods there that I really appreciate. You can break parts of its body. Uh, you don't get anything for that, which I really wish there was just some sort of... You don't have to, like make it mean anything, but just be like, hey, you got a Rathalos plate from that tail. Good job, man. That said, it does still fall into the trap that all of the other ultimate bosses have. 
And just like, it, there's there's too much space between its attacks. Monster Hunter is a very frantic game. It's a very difficult game that you have to like, you have to start with the smaller monsters before you can even get to Rathalos because it's that hard. You need to <laughs> learn the effects of the game. And just having shields in Smash Brothers makes Rathalos way too easy. Like I do respect and love that they, so many of his attacks are just one-to-one with how they work in Monster Hunter, but the, the freneticness isn't there. He's, he's just, it's a Smash Brothers boss fight. It's doing everything yeah. it should do, but it's just a Smash Brothers boss fight. Yeah. Like, this is my, like, flagship go-to for, yes, this works. This does everything it needs to do and nothing more. I have it at the top of A tier for that. Just because I feel like it's, for what I expect of a Smash Brothers boss fight, it's it's there. Like, it's got it's got Deconut's flash bombs. I love that. You can actually, like knock it to the ground like this is it does make sense for it to have a stun animation because that's you can knock monsters over to get free hits in it's right. doesn't matter it's too easy to just get hit in regardless but it's a neat touch and i like that i wish this was stamina this is another one that i feel desperately needs to be stamina because from what lil i played monster hunter is always a battle of attrition yes absolutely. and i feel like knocking you off of the stage is antithetical to that I feel like it should be, you are in there until you are dead. I, I, I completely, I completely agree. Um, I have him also in A, I have him underneath hand. Ah, uh, you know, I could, I could get down for that just because I am a bit disappointed by Rathalos. Like, admittedly, I have much more investment in this tiny glove than I do the giant dragon. However... I don't feel inspired to play Monster Hunter by Rathalos. Yeah, which is what upsets me the most about it. Because, like, Monster Hunter is probably my favorite video game franchise. Just, that's the end of the sentence. It's it's just my favorite. I've, I've played so much, so much of these games. And just, this is just fine. Yeah, this this works. It definitely didn't inspire me to play Monster Hunter at all. It, it's also just, like, this is, like, delving into nitpicks, but, like... Why don't we have that stage? Why aren't there music tracks? Why aren't there remixes? I do no. like that it can show up as at least an assist trophy. That's neat. It lets it have a bigger presence in the game. I, I feel like it works better as an assist trophy than a boss. I agree. And I love that it's the big one. Like, it is the strongest assist trophy you can get, like, by far. Like, even Tiki is a lesser Rathalos. Exactly. Oh, yeah. It... it it is a Monster Hunter fight perfectly translated into a Smash Brothers boss. The problem at that point is that Smash Brothers bosses aren't that great in general. Yep. But hey, still one of the best bosses in the series, so eh. Hey, that's something. Um, yeah. Congratulations for showing up and doing the minimum. You did it. Good job. Monster Hunter's still great, though. Just just throwing that out there. <laughs> nice. Uh, okay. World of Dark now. World of Dark. Yep. Um, we got three boys. Let's start with Ganon, because I feel like I'm least hyped for Ganon. I completely agree I'm least hyped for Ganon. Which sucks, because of all the bosses that were like, hey, this is going to be a boss in the game, when I saw that in the intro, I was so excited. Yeah. It's like, wow, we're getting a proper cool Zelda fight? This was missing for years. And you have to build up for it, it looks so cool, and then just... just Smash Brothers boss fights, it's too easy to dodge his attacks, and this one in particular has a weird just, you can only hit him at his tail, which I do, I do like that. I feel like more bosses need to have, like, vulnerable states. Like, right. part of the reason that I don't like most of these is that they are, they're just pinatas. 
Yes. So I do like that Ganon has weak points, but like, it just feels awkward to get around him. And not in a satisfying way. Just like, okay, I'm going to try to jump over him, which some characters just straight up can't do properly. Yep. Or I'm just going to kind of roll through him and hope that I do it. Which I think does work eventually, but... He's weirdly slippery and in a way that doesn't feel great to deal with. Like, I think that the only character, and I think that the character that was best designed around, is uh, Zelda fighting him because of Din's fire and her teleporting. Yeah, yeah. Teleporting characters can have a bit more fun with him. But again, yeah, like, like, I think that if you fight Ganon as Zelda and only Zelda, it's a great boss fight. If you fight him as any of the other 80 plus characters, he's not fun at all. Which is such, such a shame because like, he's got some really cool attacks. Like they flushed out this Ocarina of Time boss fight so much, but they don't like, I, I don't feel any, like when you play that fight in Ocarina of Time, it's, it's atmospheric, it's imposing, it's, it's not very difficult, let's be perfectly honest, but like the, the feels there. Yeah, yeah you get the, you get the emotion of it, you know, that elevates it past being mediocre at best. Exactly. But here, it's it's got that same stuff, but now it's well lit, and like you realize that, oh, none of these attacks are going to hit me with just using one or two brain cells. Just teleport around him. And the stun on this boss in particular just absolutely ruins it for me, because maybe you could get like a war of attrition trying to get around him, but like, you chunk away half his health bar, you basically need to get him down to half health and you win. Yeah, it's really, really unfortunate. It's just... The boss's core conceit ruins everything else about him, and there's not much else to say past that. Yeah, he, he's... I like the idea of weak points. This is not designed around the weak points. Ganon was so specifically designed for the 3DZ targeting environment that designing around it in a 2D axis without considering that is, like, honestly foolhardy at best. I, I completely agree. He, he's another boss that I have down in C tier because I do want to love this boss fight. I feel like it could be fantastic, but it's just, it doesn't work. Yeah, it's non-functional, but it's not non-functional in the way that Petey is. Because, like, you still fight this boss, and you still, like, there's still a conflict there. There's still growth. There's still moments of tension within it. It's just the the tension is caused by... Oh, I hope I rolled through him this time. No? Well, damn. Better try again. Guess I'll do the same thing. For sure. Uh, where in C tier about does that land for you? Above Gallium under Darkon? Yeah, because like, I, I feel like the non-functionality of it just hurts it too much to be... Yeah, it's just, I never enjoy fighting it. Same. I can enjoy fighting Gallium at times, but I never put him below Gallium. You mean Darkon? No, I wouldn't put him below Gallium. Oh, oh, okay. Gallium and Galim having such similar names. Right? Ugh. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, at this point, I'm almost positive who the top character is. So let's talk about Dracula instead. Leave okay, that for cool. Last. Dracula's the top character. What? Yeah. He I is? think Dracula I is legit as hell. I would have I would have guessed that was Mark's. I know you would have. I love my boy, but I think that Dracula is the best, um, I guess, guest or non-Smash original boss in the series. 
Okay. We were just talking about Ganon having a clear weak point that doesn't work. Dracula has one that does. It's his head. It's you damage his head, and the effect when you hit his body and he turns into mist is so cool. It's so cool. I actually never noticed that. That's a thing? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. No, you're, 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 I'm dragging you up. That's awesome. His attacks all translate really, really well. The teleporting, but still groundedness of it keeps him in sort of the same realm as other Smash boss fights like Mark's and Master Hand, but he does it better because he's naturally projectile based. He's there to make sure that you're always pressured and manipulate your, uh, where you can go on the stage with walls of fire with his projectiles. He's a really, really smart boss fight, and instead of having a stun state, he has a phase two. And that phase two completely changes things as he goes full aggro with some really, really devastating attacks. Like, I feel like Dracula is the boss that does the best job of pressuring you, of just always being on you. And because of that, I think he's inherently one of the hardest bosses in the series. Just because he is always there, he is always omnipresent, and it's very much a matter of, can I avoid damage taken in Dracula 1 so that I can survive Dracula 2? And that's how it works in Castlevania, because Dracula 1 is always a set pattern. It's, you know, you have to react to where he spawns, but it's very, very simple. Well, not simple. It requires really good timing, but it, you know how to avoid his attacks once you know how to avoid his attacks. It's just a matter of having the nerves to do so. And then Dracula 2 is a big old beefy boy, and you gotta really, really go in on him. Otherwise, he's gonna really, really go in on you. And I think that translates super, super well. He adds a lot of attacks to make him more um, intimidating in this form because it's his Symphony of the Night and uh, Rondo of Blood end form. And he does a much better job in Smash Ultimate than he does in those games of uh, actually pressuring you. And just, yeah, I have no complaints about Dracula. All right. All right. I do have one just being that I never feel like he has enough health. Like I start to feel that pressure but then he's dead. I feel that with phase one. I don't feel it with phase two. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that because I feel like I hit him with like, going through like the Belmont's classic modes and especially like you hit him with one axe and like a third of his health just vanishes. Yeah, but it, it's literally a matter of tweaking his health. And like he does a good job where the Belmonts are good at countering him. Go figure. But then they also struggle at avoiding his attacks in later phases. My uh, my other big complaint with him was just that I didn't feel like it was well um, communicated that his head is the main weakness, which means I'm just an idiot because I never noticed the mist effect at all. Yeah, no, and I mean, that that's how it's been in every Castlevania game for like 30 years, so. Oh, nice. All right. Like, his head's always been the weak point, so. Uh, with that knowledge, like, yeah, easy S tier get boss. I, I do feel like I do like Master Core more, though. I agree. Ma Master Core does more with what Smash Brothers actually is between, like, having a platforming challenge, having an actual duel against another character, like, actually messing with the stage. I, I wish when he hits phase two, Dracula, like, half the castle just crumbled away. Something like that. I could see that. I don't think it's necessary. Like, some Dracula fights work that way, some don't. I think it's Symphony it actually does a really cool, like, warping you into a multicolored chaos dimension. But for the most part, I feel like this is exactly what it is. And I feel like it gets that personality of Dracula being at first this cocky nobleman who is holier than thou and then just turning into an absolute beast of rage and malice. 
And a small detail, I love his spirit. I love that it doesn't evolve into Beast Dracula, but instead evolves into Soma Cruz. Oh, right, because, like, the whole, um, the, 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 I, I know the lore behind it. Like, it's a reincarnation kind of thing. Yeah, Battle of 1999 and stuff. That is neat. I thought it evolved into the, the demon. That's cool. I like that. No, you just get both Dracula and the demon, but then Dracula can be upgraded. Nice! I, I definitely agree with Esther, but are you, are you all right with him being under uh, the Master Core? Totally. Totally. Okay. Master Core is a great fight. Well, I, I'm kind of flabbergasted now, because I, I thought for sure Marks would be the top for you. Uh, wh what do you feel about Marks, then? So, of all of the bosses that deserve to be in this game, none of them deserve it more than Marks. And I, I say that knowing that Kirby Superstar is very well overrepresented in Super Smash Brothers. But if there was going to be a Kirby boss, it was going to be Marks. Because, like I said at the very beginning of this, Super Smash Bros. DNA lies with Kirby. It is an expansion of Kirby Superstar into a fighting game. And Kirby Superstar itself was the introduction of fighting game mechanics into a platformer. Marks is the progenitor on which every other boss is based off of. He has a unique pattern, he teleports all around, he has his phases of just being there and floating around, but then transitioning into his next attack with very little warning. Like, he is the Super Smash Brothers boss. I think he's done a little better in his home series, but he is absolutely a Super Smash Brothers boss fight. None of the other bosses would have any basis to go off of without Marks there. Like, Master Hand owes most of his attacks and most of his identity to Marx. And Marx does a fantastic job in uh, integrating himself into Super Smash Brothers. Because, first of all, like, you just see his five-second intro cutscene, and you instantly get it. You see this scary little Kirby child just staring at you from behind, ready to literally backstab you, and then he turns into a monster. It is by far the most unsettling thing in Smash Brothers. It feels weird, and it just feels funny to go, ha look, it's Sephiroth, and then Marks is behind him. <laughs> and then one of them feels more dangerous than the other. Like, he has that raw appeal of this feels wrong and weird, and it's awesome! It's so good! And then he actually expands into Smash Brothers really, really, really well. He has his vine move from his series, but he turns it into almost these Darkon-esque vines, these ugly black brambles that, you know, I do, do I like Darkon? No. But that's a neat little nod to World of Darkness and how Marx is a being that gets his power from others. Basically, Marx is this way because he tricked Kirby into summoning a genie, and then he took the genie wish. And this is him just using another entity to gain his power. I love the new additions that they added to him, like his weird vein attack, which is just so unsettling and so weird, but it like it fits. It's it's this body horror element that was missing from Marx, but was present in other Kirby enemies like Zero. Uh, the way that like his eyeballs fall out and turn into these balls of darkness that home in on you. It's just he's so so unsettling, and he evolves to the point where how unsettling he is works in the context of the Super Smash Brothers series. And I don't think he has a stun, does he? He does not. So he gets rid of that full phase of just getting to wail on him. Marx is just great. I love a little guy. I'm sitting here looking at a Marx plush right now. He's the one plush I have on my recording desk. 
I love the guy. I think his arena is too big and he has too little health. Yeah, I, I can definitely agree with both of those. It's too hard to chase him down, but at the same time, he also dies too quickly. I don't understand how both of those things can be true, but they are. I feel like I feel like you should have less room to avoid his attacks. It's too easy to survive, Marks. You get up to ridiculous percentages with Marks and still live. Like, of all the characters who I think um, need stamina, I think Marks needs it the most. Because Rathalos and Ridley, that works thematically for them. With Marks, he needs it so that he can continue to be threatening. Because his thing is just making you suffer as much as he can. And I feel that that element just is missing from him. And just makes him less fulfilling of a boss fight. He's always really fun to fight. And he's nails character in a way that no other boss does. 100%. I feel like this is the one boss fight that like really just... Well, Ridley has in some cases, but really just builds on what came before. Yes. And I, I really do respect that about Marks. Uh, but but yeah, like from the actual fight side of things, like it's... I, I wish Smash Brothers fights were harder. Yeah. Uh, what... Does that knock him out of S tier for you? Uh, I I have debated for so long to make him bottom of S or top of A because he's there. Like there is a Mark's zone and he is there in between Dracula and a glove. Yes, absolutely. I will say that I was basing a lot of my placements off of replayability. I actually do have Mark's in S tier because after that fight, I immediately wanted to try it again. Because it, it, it's, it's different. It's raw. It's... It's not something that Smash has really gone for before. Yeah. It, it's so much better than Darkon at doing what Darkon wants to do. Exactly. God. It, it's just difficult because, like, as someone who has played Kirby Superstar at least 30 times, like minimum, and knows this boy, knows his pattern, and will play him over and over again, and just know that there's a more fulfilling version of this fight, and it's him and also Mark's soul, it's it, it's hard for me. Because I go, oh, that was almost it! You, you, you but gotta, then I don't, but I don't know if I'm nitpicking because I love him too much? Sounds like you got a similar problem that I have with Rathalos. Just like, I, I know what this is supposed to feel like. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't have that, that same love. Like, if you're going to pick a Monster Hunter monster, there are dozens of more interesting choices. Mm-hmm. Uh, from, coming from someone who's only played Superstar once, I don't have that same issue with Marks. Like, I, I, now I do, because I've fought the boss like four or five times, and now I've just got him down, and he is too easy. Yeah. But to a, for a relative newcomer, he, he, was a, he, was a, he was the fight that gave me the most trouble out of the Smash Ultimate bosses. Okay. I would give that to Dracula, but also, I fought Marks a few times. I, I can't remember what my... No, Dracula was after I unlocked Ridley. Oh. And just Skewer kind of breaks a lot of the bosses. Just, oh, there goes half of their health. Oh, I can see that's that. That's hard to land. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Um, Yeah, I, I don't know if Marks is just too easy because I know Marks. <laughs> like, I don't know if he's too good and that made him too easy. <laughs> But I feel like Marks is easy is, like, a pretty simple sentiment. Uh, he also does have a... It's a really good spectacle as well. The environment's great. Great remix. It is, but I wish they made a new remix. They've been using the same one since Brawl. This is true as well. Uh, 
if you you know Marx better than I, I'll I'll defer to your placement of him. I hate you. <laughs> because like, what am I going to say? Yes, let's shit on Marx, my lovely boy, <laughs> who did nothing wrong. Well, that's just the thing. Like t- taking like the um, I, I I feel like of all these characters that Marx is doing literally everything right except for like maybe having a more difficult boss fight. Like character wise. Uh, presentation. Uh, it, it does still teach you a lot about um, different mechanics of the game. I, it forces you to like move around. Like, okay, keep keep your eye on where um, these like little seeds are landing, so you can avoid the uh, the sprouts that come from them. Uh, trying to avoid his um, when he pops out of the ground. I, which just complete sign up. I love that Kirby can just completely invalidate Marx's attacks just with the stone, the same way that you would just pick a power up with like a hiding ability and you just hide in a corner in a boss rush. I love that so much. Okay, S-tier. Yep. Because, like, these are the things where fighting marks for, what, 25 years or something that I don't even think about and just take for granted? Like, yeah, Marks does some neat stuff. Like, he spits ice and that only um, explodes if you're right underneath him or hits the stage. Just tells you, like, okay, be in the upper left or upper right quadrant. Yep. It's a good boss fight. It is. It's a really good boss. Oh, thank you for talking me up from that. You're welcome. You're welcome. Oh. It Tear feels. Heart, I'm gonna. I'm gonna hug my little buddy. It, it feels weird to um to finish a tier list in two hours, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, but but we planned for that actually. We did. Because this is that was just the first half of the video. Because when we were like looking over these bosses, like just started thinking like, okay, but like what could be cool? What should be here? And so we're gonna spend the rest of this video just talking about bosses that we would like to have in the game. Yep. Which, just to double down on things that we've already talked about, like, Metal Gear Rex should be in the game. It is... Yep. I can't believe it's not. Yep. I, I literally can't believe it's not. That's such a no-brainer. Uh, Eggman, we also covered, who is just also just such a perfect... Oh, he, he'd be a perfect weakness character, because, like, oh, you hit him in his cockpit. Yeah. And there's so much you can do. Like, even if you limited to just, like, Egg Mobile into Death Egg Robot, there's still so much you can do. Oh, I didn't even consider, like, moving between different different robots. Maybe even, like, catch him as he's trying to, like, escape. You, like, can end the fight early or something. I don't know. It'd just be funny. Some- It'd be funny. I'd love it. And, and the same thing where we said the Wily Eggman crossover aspect of it. Like, they've done so in a comic book, but it's so obvious. Yeah. And just, it's so like- cool. I, I Wiley's really wish... already in the game. Exactly. Like you, you just swap, flat, put that assist trophy in and have them fight together, and it'd be Smash Brothers doesn't do enough with those like crossover potential. Like, of course they're having the characters fight, but there's there's more you can do. It's so like weird. Meta Ridley's fight so much because you got okay, Meta Ridley's yeah. attacking Captain Falcon's Razor. That's objectively cool. It's so weird how PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale does this so much better. Right. With such a worse cast. I, I, I kind of skimmed over Metal Gear Rex, but ha- still tr- struggling to, like, find time for Metal Gear. Like, how would that work, just as, like, an actual boss fight? Is there any specific weaknesses or um, so like So, literally, it's his top right shoulder, because the developer of it thought that a nuclear battle tank having no weaknesses would be unfair, so he gave it a character <laughs> flaw. <laughs> I love Otacon. <laughs> That's amazing. So uh, it has an auto-targeting system, and then uh, after you destroy that, uh, the cockpit opens, and then you can shoot it directly. Okay. So 
uh, I think that it'd be great as a two-phase boss fight where uh, you have to at first climb up it because at that range, it just has missiles that home in on you if you try to play the range game. And you kind of have to dance in and out of its range because it has close range and short range or close range and long range attacks. But it has to transition between them. So you have to weave through all of those attacks while not getting too close to its feet that will stomp you to death. So I think, like, finding a way to distract it long enough and then charge in and then retreat before its short range hits you again would be really, really fun and dynamic. And then you open it up and Liquid Snake can just cuss at you (laughs) and just do his cult of personality bullshit at you while you try to attack him. Yo, it'd be so cool if, like, after the boss falls, you, like, actually have a duel with Liquid Snake afterwards, just like a reskinned snake. Oh, yeah. just kind of meet that. I I love- Oh, I would love it. Yeah, right? Uh, let's like, like please talk fights. dirty to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like the boss fights are too scared of having like smaller opponents. Does that make any sense? Like they they have to be big enough to be a pinata. Yes, and that brings me to one boss fight that I think is the biggest missed opportunity in Smash Brothers from just a Sakurai standpoint. Like from I think that he personally should have put this boss in the game. Okay, Akuma from Street Fighter. There is no one bigger than Akuma, because do you know how Akuma appeared in the Street Fighter series? Uh, I've heard it, but remind me. So, uh, if you fight up to M. Bison perfectly, you get the round one, and then you see Akuma come in, and he kills M. Bison right in front of you, and just starts fighting you right there. He kills the final boss so that he can fight you. That's perfect. And just... Imagine him Shungoku Satsuing Master Hand, just removing the soul of Master Hand so that he can have an honorable duel with you. Uh, no, removing the Master Core from Master Hand. Yes. Like, rip out the core and crush it in his hand. Oh, that'd be sick. There is no more perfect bullshit challenge final boss than Akuma to me. And just, he absolutely deserves it. Did you see they're adding him to Monster Hunter? Yeah, I did. That's pretty cool. Like, they're just, they're just making the, um, weapons invisible, so it just looks like he's punching. But yes. it works so well. It looks so cool. I saw this to Hidokens, I'm like, oh, look at that shit. Look I, at him. I really hope they deal decent. Like, they've done things like that before with Ryu. Right. Like, it doesn't compare to, like, just hitting people with a sword. I really hope you can actually just play Street Fighter with Akuma and Rise. That'd be, that'd be so sick. I really hope so. It's just... <laughs> And Akuma's just such the perfect boss to do it with. Like, you can upgrade him as many times as you want. You can make him Shin Akuma or Oni if you want to up the ante even more. But I think just base Akuma in a stamina fight is a perfect boss fight. That would be sick. That would be sick. Uh, the, the fighting game character I gravitated towards was Goro. Because of something you said when we were talking about um Incineroar last time, that Smash hasn't really made, like, a, a good grappler yet. It just doesn't really work. Right. So I was thinking, like, I, I can't think of, like, how to, like, air games with, like, characters that, like, that there, there's obvious problems there. What right. do you get for a boss fight? And just, I love the idea of just Goro being this fighter. Like, I, I don't think Mortal Kombat getting Smash Bros. in the first place, but if it could, just like, okay, all of his arms, like, if you get even close to one of them, he's just going to grab you and toss you back to the center of the stage. Just have, a, just have some sort of stamina fight where it's just... <sighs> I would totally agree if Mortal Kombat didn't, like, stomp Goro's reputation into the ground. Like, In what way? Uh, well, um, he died to Kotal Kahn, and then they've jobbed out Kotal Kahn worse than any other character ever. 
I, I can't tell you how much I love my giant Aztec warrior and going, oh no, he's in the healing chamber because he got beat so bad that his spine is broken. Oh no, don't rip him out. Oh no, <laughs> don't beat up the crippled man. And then Goro is beneath that. Okay, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And also, I believe he loses to Johnny Cage. And like, Johnny Cage is legit, but he's also Johnny Cage. All right, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Power scaling has made it hard, and if if I wanted a Mortal Kombat guy, I would go Shang Tsung easily. Ooh, yeah. Being able to, like, morph into different fighters and just yep. use their most overpowered attacks. Help morph into other bosses. Ooh, that even, even better! Yes, please! Alrighty, let's see. Who else I got? Um, We already mentioned Hades. Yes, who could have but, like, so many perfect. boss fights. He just he's... needs to talk in any fight he's in is perfect. Yep. 100%. Um, I do feel like there needs to be a giant boss. I feel like the boss needs to be the stage, has to be it for someone. And I have three candidates for that. And one is Hades, because of course it is. Yes. Uh, one is Bjorn the Behemoth from Dragon Quest, because he is just, he is just a giant bipedal cow, and people love him, and he's a reference to Dragon Quest V. The biggest Dragon Quest game that didn't get into the game. And let me actually link you to his Dragon Quest Heroes fight. Okay. Yeah, because okay. just just so that you can get the scale of this boy. Because this is a big, big lad. Like, he is a siege, and then you go onto him, and you are the size of, like, a fourth of his eyeball. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, so this is just... This is just a massive opportunity. Like, this could be a stage that you turn into a boss fight. Yeah, that, that, that'd totally work. Uh, who's your third? Yeah. Uh, my third is Kefka yeah, from I, Final I, Fantasy VI. I see that. Because that. that's, that's literally the Kefka boss fight. He's a four-phase stage where you climb up the Tower of Purgatory from Hell, reach Heaven, and fight God. And he's just perfect for that. He is 100% perfect for that. And the fact that it's uh, so many phases fixes the um the general easiness that most of the Smash Brothers fights have because that's why Master Core works so much. It's an endurance match. Exactly. Exactly. And oh my god, I would kill to hear the Smash remix of Dancing Mad. Oh, I didn't even consider that. Advancing through every single phase, like oh my god, the FF14 version is fantastic. Don't get me wrong, but ah, or I'll just put the FF14 version in. Both. Both is good. Both is good. I do have one other um stage as a boss. Because okay. Monster Hunter is chock full of creatures like that. And it's funny because they're not very fun to fight in Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter is all about like the getting up and close and personal with these like monsters that are, can go toe-to-toe with you. And they right. haven't really figured out how to do that with a bigger monster yet. So it just kind of becomes like, okay, let's sit on a cannon for 10 minutes. But being able to take one of those lumbering mountains and just be like, okay, this is just the boss fight now. And just have, just go around trying to defeat their weak points. That works so much better. There's actually um, a boss I'm thinking of in specifically uh, in Monster Hunter World. It's basically, uh, it's called Zora Magdros. It's a walking volcano. 
basically. Right. But halfway through the fight, a, a second monster comes in and actually attacks you during it, uh, called Nergigante. It's basically a dragon porcupine. I've heard of Nergigante, yes. Yeah, so it'd be so cool to have, like, this, okay, going around the mountain, but, like, every every so often you actually get attacked by this very hyper-aggressive monster that actually gives you, like, a proper boss fight um, encounter. So it's, you're, you're basically jumping between uh, Master Fortress and um, Master Beast, and it's going back and forth between those. Mm, Could have been so I can cool. see that. Yeah. Uh, on the flip side of that, though, just kind of what we talked about with uh, Akuma, Smash Brothers needs to have like these smaller boss fights. I feel like there's a there's an imposingness to seeing a boss fight bar appear, but the guy's just the same size as you. Yes. Uh, and I feel like the Black Knight was a perfect chance for that. Mm. Oh, oh, that's a good call. Oh, because you got this this slow lumbering Black Knight who um, just covered in armor, super armor to everything. So you get to just start thinking like, oh, I'll just fire projectiles at him. Anytime you fire a projectile at him, he'll do the um, the Elondite slash that just covers the entire screen, instantly kills you. You have to approach this guy, but he's forcing an honorable fight from you. I like that. Oh, it's so simple, but it's so effective. Right? And if you like wait too long, he teleports right behind you and just slashes you. Oh, I like that, but if he misses it, he'd be tired because of the warp powder effects. Yeah! It, it, it would work so, 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 so nicely. I feel like if any Fire Emblem villain gets representation, it sh- like, it, it was what happened. Like, he's the assist trophy, but, like... Yeah. There, there's an imposingness to him that is captured somewhat from his assist trophy, but I want him to be... It's too easy to just ignore and avoid him. And I feel like a boss fight where, like, no... You're forced to fight him, and you will fight him under his rules? Would be so cool. Yeah, all right. Oh, yeah, you're selling me hard. Because, like, when I was thinking of, like, maybe a Fire Emblem boss, I was like, nah, Ashnard's pretty close to Ridley, and Ashera, uh... Like, the Black Knight didn't cross my mind for that. And just, mm, oh, that's good. Yeah, my, my brain went to Grima first, just being like, oh, this, this, the stage is a boss, the boss is a stage, yeah. But, like... Black, Black Knight's just, like, he's got so much more history and character behind him. Yeah. That said, a Grima stage would be pretty sick. That would also be pretty cool, yeah. Just I'd as be a down stage, for that. yeah. On that same note, uh, you mentioned that you liked bosses with a lot of ads. So, yes. like, just having stuff to distract you from the boss. So, let me suggest one that is that, and then is, like, a weird ad himself, and that is Kamek from the Yoshi series. My idea for Kamek oh, is just okay. he... He's a bunch of minions from various series. You can throw whoever you want in. And at some point, he's going to enlarge one of them to a supersize. So you get the one super enemy and you have Kamek who's constantly flying about creating new minions and new ads for you to fight and one to enlarge eventually. Oh, I really like that. Oh, I like that. And you end the fight by beating him, which stops the flood, and then you beat up everyone else. And then it makes the Yoshi's Island blow, blow, rainbow effects when you beat it. Because okay, I love those, having to ask that question of what to focus on in a boss fight. Do you take yes. out the smaller minions, or do you try to burst down the bigger threat? You, you never get that in Smash Brothers, which I, I really do love this idea. I know, and just, like, there are so many good generic enemies in the Smash Brothers series, and... I know it's hard to cram them into, like, a level or whatnot, but just shoving them into, like, a mini-boss gauntlet, so to speak. Like, there are so many good ideas that were used for Smash Run that never came back, except for, like, little blink-and-you-miss-it appearances in the Master Fortress. I feel it's a shame not to use that again. 
I'd love it if um, Kamek wasn't limited to just the Mario enemies. Just, it could be anything. Oh, totally. No, I'm imagining, like, Bonkers is there, a Critter is there, the Egg Robo is there, Dan is there if you want, I guess. (laughs) Oh, just... Just enlarge Dan, yes. Yes. And he just spams taunts because he's big, and then you kill him in one hit. Yes, please. Oh, I'd love that. Throwing glass Joe, why not? Oh, no, it's Giga Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that that has so much potential. I, I love the... I love the randomization of those sorts of things where you can actually replay the fights and get something completely different because it'd just be a bigger version of that same enemy. Like, it wouldn't, wouldn't be difficult to program that. So you could get yeah, away with like, having a lot of different ones. Maybe add one or two more attacks if you feel like it, but you don't have to do that for every single one. Yeah. Uh, how, how is that not a thing? Was Kamek in Smash Run? I think he was. I know that he is an obstacle on the uh, Mario U stage. Right, 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 right. Which is why I say that, because his assets are in the game. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. And, like, if you're not going to make him a fighter, which I think you should, I think he'd be really fun. I think that the Yoshi series could use another rep, but then just use him. Like, give us an interesting Mario universe boss. On that note, I actually had another, um, just character with ads. Uh, My idea was King Boo, though. Ooh. I like the idea of just throughout the fight... There are constantly boos closing in from both sides, but obviously only the side that you're facing. Oh, oh, that's a sick gimmick. Exactly, because, like, there's a soft timer. Like, you can try to focus them down, but there's too many to really do it. Right. So you have to, like, deal with whatever crafty stuff that King Boo pulls off. I, I don't have, like, a solid vision for, like, the actual fight. I just love the idea of just this Mario Maker stage of, like, okay... You got a wall on both sides. Figure out what you have to do before it closes in. Oh, it's such a good, and that's so good that so many ghost houses call out to that specific moment. So it, it works on the Mario Maker textual level as well as the Luigi's Mansion level. That's good! And then he spits out a cannonball and K. Rule shows up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do wish that uh, the villains that we had, like, had specific boss fights to them. Like that, that's that's one of the cooler things what, that you do in um fighting games is that you beat the you beat the enemy and then you get like a slightly neutered down version of them as a playable character. So I really wish there was like a like, I know we have Giga Bowser and Ganon, but they they they're not good. Yes, like get one for K. Rule, get one for get one for Sephiroth. Mm-hmm. I would love that you fight the ancient minister and then you unlock Rob. Oh, dude, that's perfect. Absolutely, yes, boy. Why wasn't that in Subspace? No, actually, no. I know why that was in Subspace Emissary, because it was more emotional that way. That's why it's why people love Rob as a character. Um, I got a couple that I just uh, don't have much more to them, just the name. Okay. Masked Man from Mother. Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you make that work. From Pokemon, I feel like focusing on one specific Pokemon is a little bit too... I don't think it represents enough, and I think that Pokemon is better when taken as a variance as a team, so I would either do Pokemon Trainer Blue, like literally Gary Oak coming in as a (laughs) snot-nosed kid, just, look at my cool team built specifically to counter you, and just like make some Pokeball Pokemon into bosses if you want, or if you want to tie it into a specific boss fight, give him one legendary at the end that's really strong or um if you want to make it specifically a villain instead of pokemon trainer blue which you shouldn't do because pokemon trainer blue is beautiful i love the boy uh you could do lusamine 
Oh, right, with, like, the Ultra Beast tie-in. Like, yeah, that yeah the Ultra would... Beast and the Krasma, and, hell, she can capture whatever she wants along the way. I was expecting you to say Guzma, and I would have agreed with you immediately. Guzma like, doesn't hit me as a boss, man. That's true. That's true. Guzma's too good. Uh, I, I do agree on the most part. I do think there are a few Pokemon that do work as... I, I have Giratina written down just Giratina because I feel definitely like works. That's, that's more for, like, the possible stage, though. I feel like you could do some weird things with a Distortion World. Oh, Distortion World would be so sick. So much better than Spear Pillar. Absolutely. Like, maybe make it so that, um, just have gravity of be weird like it is there. Yes. Like, oh, if you jump too high, you don't, like... The, the floor and the ceiling is also the ceiling's also a floor, and Giratina mm-hmm. will just mess with it throughout the fight. That could have been awesome. Yeah. Um. And then I just have one that is just in all caps: more Kirby bosses. <laughs> because like, yeah, like it could be any of them. Freaking Cracko could work. But th- but that's the thing: Kirby bosses typically do interesting things. In the limited space they have. Like in Kirby's Adventure, Krakow had a platforming section before you actually fight the cloud. And I think that a lot more cues should be taken. Yeah, totally agree. I don't have a specific Kirby boss written down just because they all of them work. Yes! You could go with Mag- Magalore, you could go with Dark Matter, you could go with Galactonite. Actually, no, I'd want Galactonite just because of, again, just having that smaller, just terrifying foe. Oh, Galactonite would be beautiful. Yeah. Here's one that I feel like um the only reason this isn't in the game is because of DLC. Uh Ender Dragon. Yeah, I feel like Ender no, Dragon would have been a fascinating the obvious fight pull. in Smash Brothers because yeah, it, it's not is completely an obvious pick, but um that could have been interesting because it could have been a much larger arena, like Great Cave Offensive maybe even, where you actually mm-hmm. have to go around and like break those things first before you can take down the boss. A different kind of endurance match where you're basically running against the clock trying to destroy what's healing it before it takes down your health. I would really like that. You also have a lot of Endermen walking around as ads. And if you look directly yeah. at their eye level while facing them, they attack you. Yeah, that's perfect. Damn. I feel like I feel like people kind of scoff at the idea just because, oh, it's Minecraft. But like, no, that could be an interesting fight. No, mechanically, that sounds rad as hell. Like, it would get me to care about Minecraft. Shut up, haters, who I don't know who exist. (laughs) Alright, so I got two more, and admittedly, both are from DLC franchises, so... Okay, I I have three. Yeah, they'd be unlikely to happen, so, um... My first is a Banjo-Kazooie boss, which is obviously Grunty, because it, it has to be. But the thing that I would want more than anything else is that her boss is a free-for-all, just like a regular stage, and it's basically, it's you and two others, and she is also there. And it's a matter of who takes her down, and you can kill the others if you want. And then in the middle of the fight, Grunty will go into the background and ask trivia questions. Yes, that's what I was hoping you were going with that. And you would have to scramble to one of three platforms in order to get the answer right. Otherwise, she just smites you off the stage. And of course, with your other people there, you could try to knock them off of those platforms. And it's just a matter of turning the fight into the trivia game and translating into that. Is it a totally disruptive boss fight? Absolutely. But God, would I play this for hours with friends? Yes. Absolutely. Uh, uh, imagine this. Imagine this. So she, um, halfway through the fight, she asked the question, okay, which of these fighters almost became a character? And it's somebody like, 
uh, Waluigi, uh, just a Zelda character, and just, just characters that people have been requesting. Like, you see Isaac and Shadow there as well. <laughs> and then when people just scramble to the platforms, they all drop. And she says, ha! <laughs> you got your hopes up for nothing! Oh, God. And just the Banjo-Kazooie, nah, sound. I, I love, I, I miss Mr. Rossetti for similar reasons. Mm-hmm. Just that, but Grunty as a boss fight would fit that so much better. Yep. I mean, honestly, I would love it. It's just a stage just to have Grunty's Furnace Fun or Grunty's Tower of Tragedy. But if you're going to mix it in and make it a spectacle, go ahead and make it a boss. She's worth it. 100%. All right. I, I, t- I technically have four left, but one of those is just making Metal Face an actual boss because how, why? You yeah, have- how dare you? I don't understand. Metal Face is such a good character. Yep. Um, another is Gygus. I don't know how that would work. So I can't really, maybe, oh no, never, never mind, never mind, never mind. Uh, it's a, it's an escort mission, kind of. You, you defend, um, the Earthbound people, like, praying and, like, banishing guy, I guess, however that works in Earthbound. Mm-hmm. So it is more of a, um, a defensive mission. Like, keep this overwhelming force from breaching on what you need to defend. Oh, I'd really like that. I'd love it if the character you chose had a theme and it was, like, weirdly distorted throughout the fight. Oh, yeah. You could just hear echoes of that through it. I want a Rayman boss, but that's just because I want that series in the game. But, but, but yes, my... I, I would love Dr. Neo Cortex to <laughs> literally fuse another character with Giga Bowser. Probably pick Reflux for that. But my 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 big one, my, my this is a stupid idea because it's completely non-canon. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really fit the character, but I just love the... The memes that could rise from it. Okay. So, um, you know the the Tinker Knight battle from Shovel Knight? Yes. Yes, I do. So, picture that, just almost the exact same way it is, but instead of Tinker Knight just working at a workstation, uh, it's Tom Nook working at his desk. (laughs) (laughs) He he gets up to try to fight you, you beat him in one hit, and all of a sudden this giant Tom Nook mech rises from the ground. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, Magikarp or something, but that's so good. Uh, oh, Magikarp into a Gyarados would be cool, but but no, I just, I, I love the idea of the media mogul, uh, the Persona 5 Kanashiro boss fight. Yes. Alrighty, and, and speaking of Persona, my last one is a Persona rep, so. Oh, which one? So there are a lot, and I, I thought about it, because I thought that Persona has some really, really good and thoughtful boss fights, and so does Shimigami Tensei in general, and... I was thinking, okay, which one would adapt best to Persona, or to Smash Brothers, rather. And the one I settled on was Nick's avatar from Persona 3, the the one that plays when uh, Battle for Everyone's Souls is playing. That's the boss fight, and I feel like that's the boss fight of Persona. Uh, if I had it my way, then I would celebrate more Persona more as a series, give five, obviously, the character slot, give four the stage with the Midnight Channel, and give three the boss with uh, Nick's avatar, but... Oh, I would like that. That's me in a dream world here. Yeah, yeah but anyway, uh, Nick's avatar is uh, the avatar of death. It's literally the concept of death coming down and fighting against the inevitability of your own demise. And what it is, is that Death is the 13th Arcana in the uh, Tarot deck. So what it does is goes through every single Arcana, one at a time, each with different effects and attacks, 
in like little mini phases going the arcana is the means by which all is revealed and showing the negative form of that arcana attacking you until it reaches the inevitability of death. So what I would love for Nyx is to be that same insane amount of phases boss fight and smash phases go quickly. You can do that. But make it an utter gauntlet of an endurance match of just all these different attacks from all these different styles coming at you. But before you fight the boss, you pick a team. And every time you get to a certain part of the boss, like every time you get to a certain arcana, you unlock that character. And if you want to get really crazy about it, you can assign each character an arcana. And once you get past that, you unlock that character. Or that set of characters, if they all associate to one of those 12 arcana. And then you can have this big final boss showdown at the end against death. And just to have all these cool, like, timer ticking down sort of mechanics. Or bringing you to the brink of defeat, but having a teammate heal you or whatnot. I just think it would be so cool because Smash Boss fights just suck because you can just wail on them over and over and over again. And I would love to play into that sort of multi-phase, all-star endurance match kind of test. And I think that this is the perfect boss to do it with. Yeah, I'm loving the mental picture you're putting in my head. Uh, My only caveat is that at the absolute end, you have to choose a single fighter on your roster to sacrifice from the game forever. (laughs) Oh, finally, Corrin has a use! Exactly! (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Oh, but yeah, that sounds like... You're making me so disappointed in what in the Smash bosses that we have now, because yes, they're serviceable for what they are, but given that, like, using multiple characters to just go through a gauntlet, like, th- there's, there's so, 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 so much more that they could be. You get it in flashes with, like, Taboo and the Galeem Darkon final battle, but... They're so limited, and they're so weirdly segmented, and there's not that sense of camaraderie or strength. And just, I want that from Smash. It can have that. It just needs to be willing to take that step forward. Wait, who knows? Maybe the, maybe that'll happen when Smash Brothers gets rebooted in, like, four years' time. I don't know. One that, can hope. That'd, that'd be, be nice. nice. Alright, but that, that's all my bosses. How about you? Yep, that does it for me. I am all good and all set. And, like, Obviously, there are there are so many other bosses that could be in this series. Uh, Pikmin is an obvious thing to pull from. Andros. Yep. Uh, d- dozens, literally dozens of Pokemon. Anything from Metroid. Yeah. But I honestly, I don't want them to expand bosses in the future until they figure out how to get them right. Yes. And I think they're making good steps. I do, yeah. We have three bosses that are legitimately good. And even the, um, even even the, even the A-tier ones, like, I do, if if they just didn't have that stun mechanic, I feel like they work so much better. Yes. Yeah, like, there's hope here. They're going in a good direction. Continue. And in fact, double down. Exactly. Exactly. Like, it it took them a while to get the, the fighter designs, like, flowing in a smooth way. We're just, we just need, like, another game, maybe two, to get the same way with the bosses. Yeah. Ah, but for now, this was quite a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, that Let was us know if there's any other uh, topics that you'd like us to cover about Smash Brothers until we hit fighter number 11. And if there's any bosses that you guys would like to see. I'm, sh- I'm sure there's plenty of ideas out there. Oh, we've missed tons, I'm sure. Alright, but until next time, we'll, we'll probably be talking about stages, and we will see you guys then. Yep. Bye, guys. Thanks for hanging out.
Ho-Ho from Joy Mech Fight.